Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Come with me if you want to live. Hello, you're listening to Gnome 4, a filmography podcast. Uh, this is your host, Bob Shoy, and... Hey, it's Becca. And we're talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. We are talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. The Austrian Oak. <laughs> yeah. And have you ever heard him referred to as the Austrian Oak? Uh, no. No, I hadn't, but that is like a common nickname for him. Really? And he even set up a production company called Oak Studios. That's cool. Um, yeah, the oak, sometimes just the oak. Right, so here's top four. Well, hang on a second. Right. Um, born in Austria. Born in Austria. Came to fame in the US of A. Yes. Uh, bodybuilding champ. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Universe. Universe. Yeah. Um, you know this. Arnold Schwarzenegger is ridiculously famous. It feels ridiculous for us to talk about who he is. Yeah. But we'll do a quick... Quick, uh, he's had many careers background on him. Yeah, he's had three careers, really. Yeah, I find it astonishing how he can just like flip flop. It's pretty awesome that he's just like, Yeah, I'm a bodybuilder, now so I'm an actor, now I'm a fucking champion, governor, professional Boom. bodybuilder. Yeah, actor of numerous massive films. Yep, then the governor of California, and now actor again, and now actor again. He's come full circle. Yeah, so yeah, what's he known for as an actor? They always typecast him as either Austrian or German. Well, yeah, he has a, has a, his, his voice, they kind of have to. Yeah. Although we noticed that he never has a German name. He's never called like Hans. No, he's like Joe or John. Yeah, he always has an all-American name, but they reference that he came from Germany or something. Yeah, uh, except for Conan. That's not really an American name, is it? Conan? No, that's fantasy, medieval fantasy. Anyway, uh, yeah, he's like, obviously they kind of portray him as like the muscle guy. Yeah. He's like the always the big guy. Yeah, he, well, you can't get around that. It'd be a bit weird if he was just like an office worker. Yeah. Looking like the way he does. So I guess they've got to rope that into the situation. Yeah. Um, always has this very flat delivery. Yeah. Um, and a load of like crazy puns. Yeah, puns, quips, one-liners. And oh my God, some of these, especially the films I hadn't seen of his before, when he lets them out, literally just audibly shouting like yes like when he does it i was so into it there's way more than i thought yeah like i know obviously like the big ones is like i'll be back like from terminator well not just from terminator i'll be back is in so many films yeah it's like it's like arnie's own personal like repertoire There's, there's two phrases that he says in numerous films right it's I'll be back. And I'll point that out. Every time he says, I'll be back, I'll point out as we go through right, this film. Okay. The other one is... Do we need a little ding? Like, ding, ding, ding. 
yeah I'll, I'll put be like back. A, I'll put a little sound clip of him doing I'll be back right every time but the other one is <laughs> apparently he always says to hell with you oh like, really numerous films to hell with you okay yeah. I don't think I've noticed that but maybe I've just I've noticed it a couple of times right okay yeah. Maybe I need to pay attention a bit more when we watch. Like, we've watched some at this stage. We're doing, like, a half half of the podcast. And yeah, half for layer. a little bit behind the curtain, we normally record these episodes in two halves. So we sort of... This is our first half of recording. Yeah. Um, so, so we're going to cover as known four films. We've seen some early stuff. The early stuff we've watched, yeah. The early years. But yeah, King of One-Liners, King of Puns, Quips. Mm. Um, also, he often appears, especially... Well, all his career, really, just in these... A weird mix of like sci-fi, very high concept yep. films, but also Slash. that are dumb action films. Yeah, like crazy. Yeah, but they're like a crossover, which is really weird. There's nothing like them. His character is always really wholesome as well. Yeah, he's always like a family man or protector. Yeah. He's only been a villain twice, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. The Terminator. Mm. Mm, yeah, I guess so. But then he comes back as a goodie. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, and Mr. Freeze. Right. Okay. Yeah. When he did the Terminator, he said he would never play another villain again. Right. And then he came back and did Mr. Freeze. Right. Okay. Uh, but yeah, normally very wholesome, like protector figure, family yeah. man. That's He's like the good, just like, quote unquote, the good guy. Yeah. Um, something interesting I found out about him. Mm. So even though obviously he speaks German, he's from yeah. Austria. Yeah. Um, and uh, in German films, like, they don't often have subtitles if it's an English, or sorry, if it's an English spoken film. Right. They won't have subtitles. They'll be dubbed. Right. But he never dubs his own films. Really? Because they wouldn't want him to. Right. Because he has a very thick Austrian accent. Right. Okay. So what I read was like, it would be like if you're watching the biggest movie star with like a West Country accent. James Bond. Yeah. The Terminator. You're terminated. Do you know what I mean? It'd be a bit... So oh. they, <laughs> or like to them it'd be very Scottish, distracting. Maybe. Yeah, they, they were the way I heard it to an actual interview of Arnold Schwarzenegger. He he, um, sort of equated it to like a West Country accent, right? If you're in England, so you. I love that he seriously. knows England's like accents that well to yeah. like dial it's it down. It's probably something to that someone country. told him, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's why he doesn't dub his own films because it, it would be too distracting. I love his like just. He's like straight from the hip delivery, like every time. Yeah. And it, in some, it really works. Mm. Like, we'll come to it in a bit, but the role he was born to play is right. Terminator. Yeah. He is so good in that role. He's a robot with brains. Yeah. And he has like emotion, but can't necessarily deliver it. Yeah. And it's just, oh, that's Arnie. That's so good. Maybe we should get into uh, the Terminator because that's one of his name fours. Well, let's, let's, what. Tell me what his four known for are on IMDb. Right, so we've got Predator. Yep. Part of the alien uh, like mythology. Yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. kind of later retconned into it. Yeah. It's like a side sideline. The Sixth Day. Yeah, that's a weird one to be in. Is known for. Yeah. But we'll come on to it in a minute. Yeah. Uh, Eraser. Yeah. And Terminator Two. And Terminator Two. <sighs> yeah. Let's. Save, I don't know why that's not first because it's. Let's the best. save that to a lot. We'll do it in the order okay, they said because right. we're gonna have. A, well, when we talk about Terminator Two, we'll just talk about the whole Terminator franchise. Right. Okay. So this is going to be a meaty introduction. Right, yeah. So Predator then. Predator. Right. I watched this for the first time. I was going to say yeah, the first time you'd ever seen it. It's amazingly. been on our list for a long time, but obviously we've got hundreds of films on our list. Yeah. So. so when you refer to the list, we have every time we think of a film we want to watch or a new film comes out that we want to watch, we have a a notebook and we write that film in there yeah 
to like make sure we don't forget to watch this film at some point. And a couple of years ago, Becca said, I've never actually seen Predator when I was talking about it. So it's been in the book for like two years now. But this was an excuse for you to finally watch it. Was this the only reason you chose Arnie? No, because I'm not... <laughs> I do like Predator, but it's not my favourite. Mm. It's an interesting film. Like, I'd never... Like, literally, if you didn't know it was in the Alien universe, like, you'd watching it, you would never know. But they... I don't, they never it, referenced when it. When it first came out, it wasn't. Right. That's the thing. Oh, they shoot on it in. Yeah, it's the oh, thing. Weird. They melded those universes together. Oh, weird. Yeah. You see, that's what I'm interested in. You saying from okay. the get-go, oh, it's part of that universe. That was like a, a retcon. They made them the same universe. Right. It wasn't intentional from yeah, the beginning. Yeah, because there's like no reference no. to that. It is just like a weird alien who likes to like hunt human beings. Yes. Or like, actually, he doesn't necessarily hunt human beings. Don't know what else he hunts. Probably loads of stuff. But he likes to hunt like challenging sentient beings. Yes. he want, they, they are hunters mm. as a species. They hunt. So obviously Arnie's... game, which is... Dun-dun-dun, humans. Um, the, the other link to the alien stuff is the design of the alien right. aliens is very phallic. Right, yeah. And intentionally, I think the design for the Predator films is very yonic or yonic, however you want to pronounce right. it. Right. So they are like two opposites. But yeah, so this is the first time you saw it. Yeah. Did you like it? It was all right. It was like a really gratuitous like 80s action film yeah. that was like a bit weird with like the sci-fi element. And it was super obvious that literally like 90% of the cast, spoilers, uh, were going to die. Yes. Well, is that it was just like, it's a slasher film. These are like cannon fodder for Arnie to just be like, I'm going to kill you eventually. Mm. Once he gets into the mood of it, he puts on his like mud paint. It takes a while to actually get into like the alien side yeah. of it like it's surprisingly a long there's like a weird like it. other like basically the context of the movie is he's like sent there by one of his ex, like his mates kind of thing mm. he's like can you do me a favor you've got this team of like killer guys yeah we need to get our team back or whatever drops him into well, he apparently up, american jungle he shows up um on a helicopter smoking a stogie which yeah. is another arnie thing he's like Always smokes, smokes cigars in like 80% of his yeah. films. Because in real life, Arnie's a big like... Cigar. Cigar connoisseur, connoisseur. yeah. yeah. Mm. So yeah, they're dropped into this jungle and like do this mission kind of. But then they're like, something's afoot. Yeah, this isn't just, you know, gorillas. This is... Um, something else. Something else. Something else. Uh, yeah, and there's some, obviously some classic... And then it goes down. Classic. Well, we're going to have to point out anytime there's a classic Arnie line. There's a damsel yes. in distress. We got um, one of his most famous, right. Get to the Chopper. Get to the Chopper. Yeah. Which I feel like people really black proportion in their yeah. impressions of it. It's way different when you like caricature it. Get yeah. to the Chopper. People it's not really that. like that. Yeah, people do the Get to the Chopper. It's not like that. If, if anything, it's actually way more dramatic in the film than people yeah. do the impression. There's certain... They like flatline that because Arnie's yeah. kind of he shouts that he's like get to the chopper he's yeah. shouting it yeah and people just get to the chopper that's what people do that's not what he does no watch it again everyone Run! Go! get to the chopper what's that what's that kind of thing where you see things you remember Mandela things? effect yeah Mandela effect people you... do it with films all the time yeah they do it with the one that always um, I, I always think of as people get wrong is Taxi Driver Right. When they go, people do the impression of like, you're talking to me. You're yeah. talking to me. And it's not like that. It's very subdued. In that film, it's, you're talking to me. You're talking to me. Like, he's just like very talking to himself. It's not as, in the other one, The Fugitive. Like intense. 
people do the impression of Tommy Lee Jones in the future of like, I don't care. Right. He doesn't yeah. do that. It's just like, I don't care. Like he's just yeah. very flat about it. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. How like stuff gets exaggerated or not, or the other way, un- unexaggerated. Um, but I think actually the best line in this right. is um, when he pierces that guy and he's like stuck to the wall mm-hmm. when they invade the camp near the beginning and he says, stick around. Yeah. <laughs> so well delivered. <laughs> stick around. No one can do a delivery like Arnie when it comes to that sort of thing. Kill someone and then do a jokey pun about it. Man, I think if more war films had this kind of like humor and I would watch way more. No, you know that I, stick, I love war films. You know anyway. that stick around? Yeah. That was improvised. Really? Yeah, he just did that. Oh, that good. makes me feel like a lot of these are just Arnie being playful on set. Really? A lot of these puns, I feel like it's just Keep Arnie. Keep doing it. Yeah. Allow this to happen. I feel like it's him. So If good. he improvised that, it feels I like, feel like he's he must a bit, have done the others. I feel like he's quite cheeky. Yeah. Bit of a cheeky chappy. Uh, oh, another great quote from this, though. Mm. If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> nice. If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> you're going to hear, a lot, you you're gonna hear a lot of bad Arnie impressions right. for this episode. Anymore? Um, obviously, as well, I will lay in the clips of him delivering these lines. Right, so you've got Bob... Bob versus Arnie comparison side yeah. by side. Oh, there's another great one in this as well. There's so many quotes in this film. I think this. I think the quotes are why people love this film more than the content. Right. Because it's actually quite slow. Yeah. Well, like the alien, like the Predator is only really in it in like the last like third, maybe yeah. last quarter. You don't see it to the last. It's invisible. Yeah. Yeah. You just. Um, it's like basically. It, the like everything that proceeds up to it basically the other great quote that sticks in my head is also associated to a meme right it would be the first time you've s- would have known where that meme even is comes it the... from it's the right everyone knows what that is from that sound it's arnie's arm and carl weather's arm like clapping together dylan you son of a bitch united yeah right you son of a bitch um, so that's another great. No. I, I mean, it's a, it's a really good film. Mm. I don't know if it would be one of my favorite Arnie's because there's like as much as we're joking about Arnie, I I really love a lot of his films. He's really good in this. Like when, like in the la- latter part of the film, like in the early part, he's like a proper commando. Yeah. And in the latter part of the film, basically everyone else picked off, and you see him go head to head with this like alien thing. He gets fucking into it. He's like. He's got all the stalking him, mud on him. He's making all the him. traps. Like that was clay. Uh, it was really uncomfortable for him to film. I was, I really enjoyed looking into some, making some of these films, but he was covered in clay basically. But I bet his was skin freezing. was fabulous afterwards. Well, yeah, his skin's always fabulous. <laughs> that oil. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, right, the sixth day. The sixth day. Um, this was weird. This, this is about cloning, right? Yeah, so he basically why, get cloned. I don't know why this is in his top four. Like this is a really, maybe it was huge when it came out. No, so. you know, it was a complete flop. Oh, really? It was one of the biggest flops of the year. Came out in 2000. It's like futuristic. Cloning's allowed, but only on like your pets who die. And for some reason he gets cloned. And then it's basically about him trying to like get his family back and stuff. And like he meets his clone and they like work together and it's really weird it's but painful I l- listening to you trying to remember the plot of the <laughs> film uh i love that arnie meets arnie there's like double yes, arnie in this that is what i've written here twice two times the arnie is in my notes two times the arnie. because you get him and the clone of him 
So he's so acting good. alongside himself. And if I met a clone of myself, I don't think I would be this like cash about no, it happening. Like, really buddy buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you think then, Arnie? Yeah, I think you're right, Arnie. Like, it's very... By the way, <laughs> I'm a clone of you. They're like best buds by the end of it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And then they like top all this empire, cloning empire yeah, thing. Yeah, basically they take down the, the cloners. Um, it's pretty cool. But um, it doesn't say bizarre. at the beginning, it says... He's basically just a helicopter pilot. It says at the beginning, set not too far from now or something like that. Yeah, I love that. This is 70,000. But it doesn't like, say when it's set. Well, it, it came, came out, out in 2000. Sorry, yeah, yeah. It, came out, it came out in 2000. So technically it would be like not too distant future. So even if 20 years later, like the envisioned future of us now is yeah. amazing it says sooner than you'd think or something like that yeah in an interview arnie actually said when it's set because it's in the script right in the film. it's 2015 is when it's supposed to be set. oh my god so really? they thought we'd be cloning ourselves by 2015 well that sheep did happen yeah dolly and then it then then nothing and then i've heard nothing else no well they're definitely cloning us in secret somewhere yeah and then Arnold will come in and topple their empire. I found something I interesting about this. Um, right. So for the promotion of this film, mm-hmm. Arnie refused to pose with a gun <laughs> because he said it was irresponsible. Right. When you think of the films he'd been in up yeah. to this point, this is like after like the suddenly, Arnie golden years. He suddenly grew a conscience. He suddenly just like, it. yeah, I think it's irresponsible to pose with a weapon. because uh, play. Seen, because there have been loads of reports of like, you know... Gun violence. Gun violence have an effect on youth or whatever. So he refused to appear with a gun That's for the promotion good. of this film. That's cool. But then the he film, barely... he mows like guys down. Yeah, but they're futuristic guns. Right, okay. They're not real. They're like ray guns. Okay. Aren't they? All of the guns in it are like... Zoo, 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 pew, pew. Okay, so this is a, a massive flop. I can only imagine that's why it's in his known for, because it's renown- renowned as a flop. Right. And he is like the main character and you do get him twice. You do get him twice, yeah. So it's kind of a biggie for Arnie. But it's not an amazing film, is it? I'm just taking over where God left off. If you really believe that, then you should clone yourself. So I can understand your unique perspective. No. So you can go fuck yourself. Let's move on to Eraser. Eraser. Which, um... I'm just looking at the poster and it really doesn't look... The poster doesn't doesn't do anything to explain what it is. But um, he like it's basically like a cover-up guy. Well, he, yeah, he basically puts people in like protective custody, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, witness protection, operative guy. Um, and he gets yeah. to he is he is an eraser. He gets to say, "You've just been erased." You've just been erased. Yeah. Um, Dramatically, he fakes their deaths and stuff, and then moves them into like protective um, accommodation and custody and stuff like that. There's one bit which, when I watched the, so we neither of us had seen this until now. Yeah. And I, I'd never seen Commando either, which I now have seen. So we'll talk right. about that later. But in Commando, yeah. he has a line, let's party, right? <laughs> and let's party is actually the tagline for that film on the poster. Really? And there's a bit in this film where he's like, you remember he goes to the door holding balloons like he's a party yeah. guy? The back of his top says, let's party on it. I love that in like throughout his career. Doesn't matter what film he's in, his taglines kind of like, come with him I yeah like they reference him. the films reference each other it's almost like he's the same character in all of these films and they're all from parallel universes yeah he's a time traveling robot oh my God. they're all part of the terminator series Jesus. because he has the same lines and when he says like are we back in something that isn't terminator yeah it's almost like he's winking at the camera <laughs> like, yeah. yeah and you're like oh it's arnie again 
So that's why I'm is never going to use... The first, I wonder if Terminator is the first film we said that in. Yeah, I think I'll so. Because it's one of his first films. Right. Um, there's... And then it just keeps happening. It's like, it's me if you didn't yeah. recognize me. Wink, wink. Yeah, all of these are omissions he's been sent back in time for. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, his hair caught fire making this. <laughs> <laughs> no, his precious hair. Yeah. How? Um, I don't know, doing, doing something. <laughs> I didn't, didn't, that's what I needed to know. Um, but this was his last box office hit as like right. an action star. So what year did this come out? 96. So this is the end of the Arnie Golden years. This is right. often considered his last good Hurrah. action film. Yeah? Right, yeah. Before like some dregs and then him being the governator and things like that. It is pretty back. good. Like... It's yeah. an interesting concept, like him like raising people it, and stuff. It's an enjoyable watch. It's not like the best of his best action films, yeah. but it's like a pretty solid, like, you, you could do yeah. worse. It's a, it's a good, solid, like, seven like, When they say like it's the last good action film, yeah. I, would, I would agree with that. It's because yeah. it's the last one that's like just pure action yeah. that he did, which is a classic Arnie film. Mm. I mean, there's some crazy bits. Remember where he jumps outside of that airplane? Yeah. I'm just remembering scenes now. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous um, but, um so yeah it's good he yeah stars... so the, the classic era is considered from conan the barbarian right to eraser yeah that's like string of classic mm-hmm. hits basically but we watched films from either side of that as well yeah so let's let's get on to the big one right t2 well let's just talk about the whole of term now right okay the whole franchise the whole shebang. I've not seen Terminator 1 for a while. Right. When did we last watch it? I can't remember. I've now. never watched Terminator 1 with you. Oh, really? No. Jesus. It must have been over 10 years ago. The only I've one I've watched 1. with you is Terminator 2 and right. the newest one. Yeah. So. Oh, and Genesis. We watched together as well when oh, that came yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll get to it. Okay, let's just, let's just start from the first Terminator. Okay. And talk about the Terminator films. So like you said earlier, this is like his perfect role. The per- I've written here, my number one note on this is... The perfect role. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to be around Arnie the embodies this character. I love the Terminator series. Yeah. It's very much like the Alien series. Right. Which I also love. Well, he's also in that, so he, like, straddles both. Well, uh... not really. <laughs> the In the way that the first one is just almost like a slasher film. Mm-hmm. You've got one creature. Hunting. Hunting. Yeah. And there's, like, a soul survivor heroine. Yeah. That tackle that defeats it finally. Yeah, Sarah Connor. Second one gets more action packed, mm-hmm. more humor in it, but also more action and more just everything. It like right. throws everything at the wall. Yeah. And then after that, they haven't really had a solidly great film, but I still stick with the series. Yeah, granted. Yeah. So, what do you love about Terminator 1? Terminator 1, I'll be back. I'll be back. Right. The first utterance of I'll be back, oh. which. Um, was originally well I've got two reports here because originally I've heard here that it was originally I'll come back Mm. but I don't think that's true I think it was um, oh that's it okay so in the script it was I'll be back right right Arnie wanted it to be I will come back okay and he argued with James Cameron over this really Um, he said I think it should be I will come back Mm -hmm. because he said it sounds more robotic Right. I will come back. Yeah. Right, but James I'll be Cameron, back to a bit more quippy, isn't it? Yeah, James Cameron was like, no, trust me, it's this. Really big disagreement about it. Ooh. Eventually, I've got a quote here, and he did with Jay-Z saying, I didn't tell you how to act, don't tell me how to write. <gasps> Boom. Which I find a bit weird, because you're a director, you kind of should tell him how to act a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, 
In this whole film, he has 14 lines. What? That's it. He hardly speaks in this film, but he's such... A presence. Yeah, he's so great. Wow, I he, never knew that. He practiced with all like the guns so much to take them apart. Like, yep. assembly. Construction, just, yeah. Uh, he eventually, during his practicing with the guns... Yeah. He could do it, like, not looking at the gun, like, assembling, just deassembling, da, 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 da. Cool. shoot it without blinking. I feel like... So he was a, a machine. Due to his, just, like, personality and nature, he's, like, the most efficient person ever yeah. to be on a film set. If he was that dedicated to, like, hone his body into the most perfect sculpture, he can fucking disassemble a gun in, like, two seconds. Yeah, and, he's, like, he's not even look at what he's doing. a dedicated man. If he needs to do it, he'll do it. And like, that comes up a lot. A lot of these films I'm looking into, it's just, like, no, he trained, like, fuck to do this. Yeah. Um, he's so, like, in my mind, I'm like, bloody hell, I can't train myself not to get a biscuit with my cup of tea, but this is it's mental, isn't it? But How to he can just, maintain, like, like, his fearsome robotic presence, hmm. he did not interact with, like, the other cast members either. Right. So he wasn't like between takes hanging out with Linda Hamilton, like laughing around. Cause he wanted so it was a bit like, like method acting then? Yeah, he wanted to be like, when I'm there, you're scared of me. Right, cool. Which is great. And that's why he, he's very scary in that first film. Mm-hmm. I've seen Terminator 2 so much more times, and that's way more like, has a fun role for him. Yeah. I forget how much of like a scary presence he is in this. Yeah. And he's a killing machine. I think I've not seen it that many times because when I was younger, I did find it like quite scary yeah this was scary when I was a kid mm. yeah do you know what this could have been Mel Gibson <laughs> really <laughs> yeah I don't know how I feel about that yeah he's scary in a different way now <laughs> um, wow so Mel Gibson yeah. don't think that would have worked so Arnie all. did this film because he just wanted a hit he wanted like a contemporary film he mm-hmm. didn't actually think the film was going to be any good he right. actually um, there's a a quote here where he referred to the, he was talking to someone he said yeah some shit movie it's going to take me a couple of weeks Wow. Like he just thought it was a load of shit. A one and done. Yeah, he's playing a, ro- a robot in some shit film. He didn't think it was going to be good. Um, well. But once they pinned down Arnie, they wanted Arnie for this role. Yeah. And he was so, like, uninterested. Mm. He was busy doing other films. He was doing the sequel to Conan. Mm-hmm. And because he was doing that, they had to, like, wait. And they delayed the whole production just to wait for him. Oh, my God. Yeah, because they were just like, we're not doing the film about him. That's crazy. Yeah. He must have been amazing in, like, uh, audition and stuff. When he finally got onto filming, mm. he delayed the whole production again because when he got on the costume, he was like, this leather jacket is not manly enough. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so they had to get him a new jacket. <laughs> like prima donna. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Um, but it makes it all better, like, it was all worthwhile, like, because it's amazing. And it's, like, the start of, like, really... Iconic trilo- like yeah. uh, series. I yeah. was gonna say trilogy. I don't know why. Uh, really iconic. Because there's series. only three good ones. <laughs> <laughs> there's only two good ones. But um, I like the new one. Let's talk about the new one. Well, no, we're going to that last. We're right. doing this chronology. We're talking about the first one now. We okay. only talked about T two. Okay. So, so the, T2. You, before we get on T two, I just want to say like this Terminator one is now, despite him saying it was a shit film right. at the time. Um, Arnie said that this is his favorite film he's ever done. Really, this is his favorite. Terminator is his favourite films. He's really attached mm-hmm. to that character. Yeah. And this is his favourite because he just loved, like... Embodying the, it. The machine element of it. hmm Despite him saying, like, he actually... His favourite parts of Terminator is when Terminator gets to be a bit silly. Right. When he tries to be human and it ends up kind of being, like, humorous. Yeah. Overall, still the first one is his favourite of the overall films. That's cool. I guess um, it was so, like, such a new character and, like, new ground that he was breaking. Yeah. 
And then the effects are amazing. All of the Terminator films, they always push the effects. Mm. Like this first film, he's, you know, he's got like bits of his skin missing and there's a robot underneath it. And when this came out, that's a, it looks good still. You yeah. Know? Um, so yeah. And this was his first collaboration with James Cameron, as we mentioned mm. before, who they did multiple films together. They did True Lies together. They did um, Terminator 2. And yeah, they actually get along. They're good friends in real life. Mm. So. So T2 then, your fave. Yes. Um, Close your heart. When you say my fave, not only my fave Terminator film, one of my favourite films of all time. Yeah. I love this film. You talk about it a fair amount. Yeah, I love it. I just, It's just the perfect action film. Yeah. Um, I first saw this, my dad got a widescreen TV when that was like, whoa. And we had to go, when we went into like Delroy Smith, we went like Which down. is a like stationary <laughs> slash like video kind of store. Yeah. Who doesn't know what Double H Smith is. Yeah. We went to the one in Berkhamsted. Um, mm-hmm. And in, Ber- in Berkhamsted, you had to go downstairs mm-hmm. where they had the special section for like widescreen VHSs. Ooh. And it just felt so cool going down there. And dad was like, oh, let's get Terminator 2. Like that'll look great because all the effects in it. That'll look yeah. great in widescreen. And I remember thinking, I'm a bit scared to watch this. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to tell him. Because I was a bit like embarrassed because I was young. Hmm. And I didn't want to say, oh, I'm too scared to watch this. So I remember like kind of, with it. he put it on and me making excuses to like leave the room because I was scared. Oh. But then watching it from like the doorway and eventually getting so engrossed that I was like glued to the screen, you know. <laughs> and it's been my favourite ever since. And I, I remember it distinctly, it was like the first film I think I'd seen which had like swearing in it. I couldn't believe oh, yeah. that they said like the F word. I was like, wait, they can't say that in a film? Yeah, you know? right. It's a bit so, risky. Yeah, but this has so many great lines. I'll be back again. I'll be back. Hasta la vista, baby. Hasta la vista, baby. Right. Um, That's a good one. Come with me if you want to live. Yeah. Yeah. Come with me if you want to live. Chill out, dickwad. Chill out, dickwad. <laughs> I like that you just put that one into like the accent. Oh, I love it. Chill out, Dickwad. It made me laugh so much as a kid and it's still funny now. Like yeah. he is funny in this film. Yeah. Because they let him be the good guy. They play with it so much. And he but he's like so like mono. Yeah, but he's the person who's teaching him humanity is like a teenager. Yeah. So he's like, say cool things like Hasta la Vista, baby, when you blow someone away. And then later on, Arnie shoots someone he's like, Hasta la Vista, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, it's really good. The delivery, good. 100%. It's so funny. I just love it. It's, it's, it's got good effects. The effects still don't think look too bad. Right. You've got... For 991, not bad. Yeah. You've got great comedy. You've got great action. Mm. You've got Arnie. You've got um, Linda Hamilton being like, this is her best performances as Sarah Connor mm. like amazing yeah love it that's all I can say I love it <laughs> do you like this film <laughs> yeah I do I don't think I love it as much as you do but I don't think I have that like affinity for it when I was younger I didn't see it until I was a bit older um we watched this together right was it the first time I seen it I think the first time you'd seen it yeah I was like I was like I didn't watch it and you were like oh, I don't know I was like trust me trust me so this was in the last 10 years then it was um probably about six years ago right we were traveling around europe oh my god i remember this yeah over the christmas period <laughs> we arrived we were all over yes, christmas this we was ar- the first time i saw yeah, it we arrived in uh, budapest yeah on christmas on boxing day yeah 
And because it was Christmas, we were like the only people who were staying in the hostel. We were like the only people staying in it. Yeah. And they had a cinema room in the hostel and they just said, yeah, just use it. It had a projector. And yeah. I was looking through their films and was like, bang, Boxing Day, Terminator 2 in the cinema room on a projector. A gigantic projector. Yeah, that was the first time I'd ever seen it. Yeah. Boxing Day. Can't what remember what year, but yeah. Budapest. Yeah. So moving on. Have you ever seen Terminator 3? Rise of the Machines. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I think I have. I think I have seen T three, but it's been a long time. It can't left much of an impression on you if you're no, like. I think I'm I've seen it. I just remember like the real, like the the machine, but he's got like all, he's like all uh, like silver and like all. Yeah. Well, this is has the TX as like yeah. the first see a t- female Terminator. Yeah. Now, this was the first one that was done without James Cameron. Right. Um, the studio wanted a Terminator sequel for a long, long time. Right. And Arnie didn't want to do it about James Cameron. James Cameron was doing busy doing other stuff. He didn't really want to do another Terminator film. Mm-hmm. And eventually, they had, a conversation. they had a conversation Arnie did with James Cameron on the phone. And James Cameron just said to him, just do it. Just right. do it and ask for a shitload of money. Right. Was what he said. Okay. He said, this is as much your character as mine now. Like, you are Terminator. Right. I might have written and invented the character, but, like, it isn't. You are the Terminator. Yeah. So it if you want to do another film, just do it and ask for loads of money. Right. And he was like, yeah, okay. And then he, he read the script and he, didn't, he thought the script was all right, so they went ahead with it. At the time, what he got paid for this film was a record. Really? It was $29.25 million to return for the Terminator Bloody films. Bloody hell. How? That's this more was, than the film fucking made, probably. This is the last lead role he did before he became the governor. Right. And, um, it's 2003. When did he become the governor then? 2000, like like then, like he was running basically when this came out. Mm. Um, he <laughs> watch me in the stalls or on the cinema. <laughs> okay, like I said, there's gonna be some bad impressions. <laughs> um, but he worked really hard leading up to this because right. he was so attached to the character. He's like, I have to be convincing to be the same model. Right. So he did so much working out to get back to match the exact His... physique he was in in Terminator Two. Holy shit. But yeah, he doesn't say I'll be back in this. No. But he does say she'll be back. She'll be back. <laughs> they started playing with it, which oh. has happened a few times. Oh. Yeah, there's not as many great quotes in this one. He says, uh, "Talk to the hand." Talk to the hand. Right. Which feels That's like a, a very one. much product of its time. That's a good one. Yeah. But he, for this, I remember when this came out. I didn't see it at the cinema. When it, my dad rented it at Blockbusters. Right. And he was like, oh, it's really good, actually. I didn't watch it with him. Mm. Uh, he's like, it's actually really good. And I watched it the next day and I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. Mm. And then I didn't watch it again for years. And then I watched it again maybe five years ago. Yeah. And I was bored, bored to tears. Oh, really? I thought it was really dull and I didn't like it. <laughs> it's just like a money-grabbing movie. Yeah. Barney, and I suppose. and um, later on, they even said like, well, we'll come to it when we talk about the others. Like, they don't really consider this the third Terminator film anymore. Right. Um, but after this, they did Salvation, which he's not in. In mm-hmm. that's got Christian Bale in it. He was his character was in it, but they CG'd Arnie over his over a stunt double. What? But really? for like, yeah, it's just like a cameo. You've seen this one? Yeah, I have, but I don't remember that. Yeah, it's like very near the end. They show the Terminator production line, right? Um, so you get a brief glimpse of the Arnie Terminator, and it's like a CG Arnie over mm-hmm. a stunt double. Uh, over a stunt actor named Roland Kickinger. Right. But he's not in that one. So after that was Genesis. 
which mm-hmm. came out when did that come out a few years ago mm-hmm. well, uh, you, well you sort of groaned when this came up earlier what do you think of Genesis yeah I can't remember this film at all like I kinda it wasn't that impactful I I found this an absolute mess mm. it's an absolute mess and when it came out Arnie was so pumped about it Right. he was like this is the real Terminator 3 this is like the script is fantastic he was so excited about it he got like de-aged in it yeah for one scene like he not for the whole film yeah I feel like they put it all into it but it was they put everything into like it but a, it was an absolute mess yeah he, he, he did the same thing again he got back in shape to the Terminator 3 Terminator Bloody 2 hell. model um, he, he, he worked out for six months building up to this film three hours a day every single day for six months oh to get back God. to the physique he was in he was so ready right. for this because it was after he was the governor yeah this is him coming back to the role he's addicted to working out yes uh, he's not actually called Terminator in this he's called Guardian right um, and I honestly like you said you don't remember it I don't remember it I think this is the worst Terminator film yeah disappointingly because it had it's got all the right ingredients I was pumped for this when it came out and it has some really cool concepts, but it, the, the execution is just a hot mess. Mm. Which brings us on to finally, 2019, right. Terminator Dark Fate. The last Terminator film. They said they're not making any more. The last one. Ooh. We watched this like five days ago. I really liked it. You really liked it? Yeah, like Sarah Connor's back. Yes, well, um, Linda Hamilton again from... So this, before we get into it, this is now what I consider the proper Terminator 3 right okay this wasn't directed by James Cameron but it was produced by him mm-hmm. when this was being made he said you know he sort of gave him a shot and talked him up a little bit as a favour to Arnie right but after Terminator 2 he like all of the rest of them he just felt uns- were unsatisfying right like this is the first one he was like and I like this a lot great script he was involved in the yeah. making of this film um, and it's got it shows I think and it's got Arnie and Linda Hamilton in it yeah the same as the first two. Basically, as like saviors of these new, the, like the new wave. Yeah, it's an alternate timeline. Yeah. That's been created. Which is cool. And it's interesting with that. It's like, what happens if you get sent back in time to stop a timeline you were in? Yeah. And now you're living in a past where your timeline doesn't even exist anymore and you're living through an alternate timeline. Yeah. So really cool. I stuff. love that stuff. I'm a big sucker for time. Because that's stuff. all. Like it kind of, like I don't know why they've not really touched on that before, because like if the Terminators are sent back in time to then alter the future, mm. like it makes so much. Well, sense they normally to... self-terminate. They normally kill themselves after or get someone. They normally die. Yeah, but he sticks around. Yeah, which is really weird. So he basically. He beca- oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, he he fulfills his mission. <laughs> Um, spoilers uh, and then yeah he like sticks around so he's like chooses as a Terminator he chooses to like like go against his programming or whatever to like have the, a life yeah to be um, Carl to, to, to understand what it is to be human yeah which is super interesting concept and then yeah like alter the future like reality now this was a real bomb this did not make money unfortunately and a, a really divisive as well. Like, the average score for this on IMDb is, like, less than Genesis. Really? People didn't really like this. I really liked it. Yeah, like, I Like, I did. really enjoyed this a lot. I think it was a really good, like, f- like end. Like, a like a f- 
close mm. to like the series or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I'm satisfied. Mm. Like I don't Arnie's Arnie shouldn't be doing Terminator anymore. He's too old. Like I hope give him a rest. I hope he didn't get back in shape for six months or whatever. Well, no, because he's an older guy in this, isn't he? Yeah. But he's still like built. Yeah. He's 71 in this. I think film. he's always going to be built though, isn't he? He That's was 71 when they made this film. That's good going. Um, but I'll be back. Watch. He doesn't say I'll be back. Oh. Linda Hamilton gets to say I'll be back. Yes. When she comes on screen. I love that little like twist of it though. Yeah, but then he says. I won't be back later oh, in the film. Oh, man. Because they know it's the last one that he'll be in. I won't be back. He's basically back and signed up to do one more of each of his franchises, isn't he? He did the one more Terminator. Yeah. He's doing the sequel to Twins, <laughs> for some reason. And he's doing a new Conan film. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. He's doing like one more of each of them three. Kind of like Harrison Ford's doing right now. He did like one more Star Wars he's doing one more he did Last Blade Runner and he's doing one more indie Mm. so these these old guard are doing like one more of their like classic films yeah and this was his Terminator and I yeah I liked it I think this I would hold this up as like my canonic my canon Terminator 3 yeah and I would gladly put it alongside the first two it's a really nice like if you do like replace the current three with this one it's a really nice like delayed gratification of like the weight and you're like oh shit it's like not over and it definitely references Terminator 2 in a big bad way like, yeah. yeah it's quite yeah it's quite linked to that isn't yeah, it yeah very linked like all yeah. the events of T2 are like kind of really linked to this yeah. really important so wow we did talk about Terminator for a while mm. I knew we would um, I love this franchise yeah I could I want there to be it's more. a massive part of his like repertoire though yeah this is his like I say this is his character Terminator yeah. is who he's born to play yeah but he's not his only great character. I've discovered films during these Arnie watching marathon that I've never seen before that now I hold up there as some of the greatest Arnie films ever. Yeah. I've had an absolute blast watching these films. So good. They're just really good fun. So let's go back to the beginning of his back catalogue yeah. and talk about some of the early some ones. Some of the early ones and work our way up to now. Right, okay. So let's talk about um I've not seen it, but Hercules in New York, you've seen it, right? I have. Which he wasn't credited as Schwarzenegger. He's Arnold Strong in this. Right. Uh, so, Mr. He had, Universe. Yeah. Now, I did, um, I spoke to you about this. Mm. When I was in sixth form, I did <laughs> uh, IT in sixth form. I don't know why. But uh, one of my presentations, um, I actually did about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. So, it was like... Um, my IT project was like you come into a, a cinema opening, uh, what's it called? Like the opening Auditor- hallway, auditorium. the auditorium maybe. Yeah. And there's posters everywhere. All the posters were Arnold Schwarzenegger films. Right. And, um, you know, when you when you uh, first turned on the presentation, it said like, hello, cutie pie. And um, well, it's like sound bites. Yeah, it had loads of sound bites everywhere. And um, I was in the common room talking about this. And do you remember the science teacher Mm. who was quite... He used to run the uh, Street Fighter 2 tournaments. Yeah. can't remember his Sir name. Stevens? I can't remember his name. Right, yeah. Because he kind of joined... He was in the new block. The yeah, he joined near the end of my tenure. Right, yeah. But he... I didn't know he ran Street Fighter tournaments. That's yeah, hilarious. He, yeah, he was a big, term, uh, big, term, big Street Fighter guy. Uh, but it was like Red Nose Day and stuff like that to gain money, to raise money, he would right, do Street yeah. Fighter tournaments. Um, one time someone stole all the Street Fighter money. Oh. Bastards. But he overheard us talking about 
Arnie. Right. And he was like, have you ever seen Hercules in New York? Right. This is before IMDb. So we were like, no. And uh, he was like, oh, hang about. Oh, the next day it. he brought in a VHS of Hercules in New York. Dedication. And we spent the afternoon in sixth, we in sixth form. form? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We right, spent the okay. afternoon in sixth form just watching it. On so the you're like 17? Yeah. Me and a few <laughs> friends. And How old do you think your t- this year was? He wasn't super old. I'd say he's probably like 20, 29, 30. Right. Yeah, around about Don't 30. teachers, like when you're that age, don't they seem like so old? Oh, yeah. But then I'm you're think- actually just like. I'm thinking that he might have now. been like 27. Like, he might have been really oh young. My God. Yeah. Like I'm older than he was then now. Jesus. But. Anyway, we watched Hercules in New York. Yeah. And wow, this is... I've never seen it. Well, Arnie regrets it. Really? Yeah, he's ashamed of this film. Oh. He doesn't consider it his first film because he's not credited as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, okay. Um, Originally, it was dubbed. He was dubbed over because his accent was so thick in it. Um, Wow. And it's just a mess. Is it? Yeah, I I barely remember it. I just have seen it. Is it a terrible it's film? It's an absolute anyway? mess, yeah. Right. I'm Hercules, son of Zeus. I have no Mohane. Like, it's it's not amazing in any way. Did they undub it then? Yeah, there's an undub- undubbed version that was released later. No man is superior to Hercules. I'm the son of Zeus. As I have told you, I'm Hercules, son of Zeus. I understood him. He's most disagreeable and he has irritated me. <laughs> but he was, he's basically, he's sent down by Zeus because right. he's so braggadocious. And he has to experience life in New York City. And he's Hercules. And that's all there is wow. to know about it. 1970. What are you thinking? Yeah. Okay, next. Go on, next. Stay Hungry. Yeah. Just watched it. We watched this half an hour ago. <laughs> well, 50 minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, wow. This is his actual debut because this is him as Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it says at the beginning, introducing Arnold Schwarzenegger. This film came out in 1976, has no plot, and is a complete mess. Has a plot. Barely. It's weird. Like, you think... Like, it's got a really good direction at the beginning. Like, oh, this guy who's played by... What's his name? Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah, it starts with a plot. Yeah, it starts with a plot. It starts with a pretty good plot. You're like, Jeff Bridges is, like, in with these guys, going to make some money, buy up all the... Between them, they're going to buy up all these, like, shops and stuff in this plot and then bulldoze them to build a high-rise, mm. make loads of money. Jeff Bridges' character is in, like, his family is in, like, the retail. No, sorry, the real estate business anyway. I was on board for this beginning. Yeah. I was like, I like this. You've got Jeff Bridges, Sally Field, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's got, Jeff Bridges' character's got befriend. He's got to go down to, like, the last plot to be brought up is this gym. Mm. So he's got to go down and, like, buy it. And then, like, it just spirals into an oblivion. Well, films have a three-act structure, mostly. This one has does not. <laughs> well, the first act is like plot. This right. is what's going to happen. And I was like, cool. The second act, it then transforms into one of those films where it's just like, you know, meanders along, a bit like Stealing Beauty. We watched with Liv Tyler. It's just this, like, you watch Jeff Bridges' character just like meander around. Yeah, but I like those sort of films. Yeah. It's him experiencing life. in Other culture, because yeah. I think he's quite like well-to-do. Yeah, and family. he's getting to hang around with these rednecks and these gym bards and he's going yeah. to like, fit, like Arnie plays the fiddle <laughs> throughout this film. And it's I really, really want to know if Arnie can actually play fiddle. It's really interesting watching him experience his life and then the last act, like, I, don't know what, I don't know what happened. It's absolute chaos. And, Arnie... they, and the way we say that, you might be thinking, oh, that sounds fun. No. <laughs> but Arnie in it is, he's basically playing like Mr. Universe. He's basically playing himself, yeah. Yeah, so he's like an Austrian guy, some guy... He owns the gym, has like 
basically fronted him to come over. Yeah, and he's up for Mr. The, the film ends with the Mr. Universe competition. Yeah. And also, if you've seen... Um, Pumping Iron. Yeah, so if you've seen Pumping Iron as well, which we also did watch... Which is after this. Which is after this, some of the people... From that appear here yeah. as, as well. Because they who are they can't get an actor to play a bodybuilder, you need a bodybuilder yeah. to play a bodybuilder. So um it's all a bit bizarre really. Yeah, he, he lost a lot of weight for this role. Really? Despite looking absolutely pumped in it. He's actually lost weight. He lost weight for it. Because Why? he didn't want to appear so much bigger than his opponents in the <laughs> Mr. Universe bit. Oh my god. He wanted it to look like a competition. So he lost weight so he'd look more on par with them. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. He gained it again afterwards, um, like you say, for Pumping Iron, which oh we can run Oh, my Lord. He like yo-yos like crazy. Yeah, he he loves it. Like, that's what he lives for, Christ. especially at this era. But I actually found Arnie was probably my favourite part of this film. He was really quite subtle Sin- in it. He's really sincere. Yeah, really down to earth and quite... He was just like, this is who I am. And like unashamedly, like owning that character, he was really was nice. like soft spoken. Yeah. He was actually nominated for an award for this role, weirdly. Really? Yeah, like uh, best new actor or best supporting actor or something like that. Golden Globes. Yeah, that's cool. Anyway, that was Stay Hungry. Oh, an absolute mess. Next is, is Conan. Yeah, Conan the Barbarian, eighty-two. So he did a few in between, which we haven't watched, and a couple of TV movies and TV series and stuff. Yeah, uh, Cactus next, Jack, things like that. the next big one was Conan the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian. Conan, I have heard of you. It's the first time I've seen this. Me too, actually. Fantasy. Mm. Yeah. What, what did you think of it, seriously? It was fine. Because like, people love this film. It was like an 80s fantasy movie where he does play just like a big brute. Yeah, He's but, like such typecast in it. But I think it isn't your stereotypical 80s fantasy movie. Right. I think this was much more high concept and yeah. serious about his fantasy, right. which is why it has so many fans. Mm-hmm. To us, it's kind of like, mm. if you're watching it for the first time now, you're like, what is this? Yeah, right. At the time, if you were into fantasy... There'd been nothing like this that took it seriously and had this production. Yeah, fair enough. And it's kind of mostly an unknown cast, apart from um, you've got James L. Jones as the villain. Yeah. So you've got someone with, you know, presence as the villain. Yeah, helps. that was pretty crazy. Mm. He's in it. He, it is quite scary. Like, it's quite foreboding. Yeah. Like, there are, like, consequences and stuff. And I do like the concept. It's almost like otherworldly, like... They were into like snakes and stuff. I don't I know. I mean, when we watched it, I struggled to get through it a little bit. Like it was tiring and there's like no dialogue. Yeah. Music constantly, like this constant score like bombarding you. Mm. But in reflection, I do kind of respect it as being yeah. so unique in its Ahead vision. Of, yeah, yeah. It is unique, definitely. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you? And to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. That is good. He's got a long hair in it. Yeah. That's his real hair. Is it? He so wanted this role. He wanted this fantasy hero role, even though he wasn't familiar with the character of Conan. How long before, did he grow so. his hair for then? He, he said he was growing it since the beginning of 79 for the role. Oh my God. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, he had to take loads of training for this role. Weapons, yeah. martial arts. Horse riding, this very land horse, horse riding, ride, yeah. yeah. Um, and the sword, right. Conan's sword, he kept this. Did 
And um, when he was the governor of California, yeah, this was displayed behind his <laughs> behind his chair. I love that in the cabinet room. So he's because he says like this is he's so thankful to Conan for really seriously jumpstarting his career because this was a hit, right? And he says this was like he he refers to this film as like a gift from God. Basically, like this wow. is what got me noticed. Yeah, in cinema. Yeah, definitely. And that's why he had that on the wall behind him. That's so cool. Yeah. It's really bizarre. Straight off the back, he did Conan the Destroyer, didn't he? Hang on a sec. Did we skip over Pumping Iron? It's not on there. It's not on there. When was Pumping Iron? It's not on because he's not acting. It's a documentary. Yeah, it came out in 77. Oh, okay. So we skipped over Pumping Iron because it hasn't come up on our list because he plays himself as a documentary. We'll come to it after. So Pumping Iron Mm -hmm. is a documentary about him... Becoming, becoming Mr. Olympia. Mr. Right, Mr. Olympia, yeah. Which was like the best of the best. Like but bigger he than Mr. W- Universe. Yeah, because the, the documentary has like been Mr. Olympia for like the past four years and this was his fifth year. He'd been Mr. Universe for the fifth for five years and right. now he was going to be Mr. Olympia. Right. And uh, he, he announced his retirement at the end of that, end of yeah. that documentary. And that was a documentary that came out in 77. Mm-hmm. That was the 1975 right. um, competition. Olymp- yeah. So he got so big for this film, right? Conan the Barbarian, mm-hmm. that in 1980, mm-hmm. he entered again. Really? Yeah. Oh and won. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> but that was like still two years before Conan came out. So he must have been like training for that role for like a good couple of years before. What do you mean? Well, like in 1980, you said he, went, he entered the competition, but Conan didn't come out till 82. Yeah, but he was getting built yeah. up for it, yeah. He must have been tra- oh, training Oh, yeah, he would have ages. been getting big. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Did he, he did, like I say, did he, he win? Yeah, he won. Oh, yeah. He won. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Pumping Iron. Yeah. Um, which is kind of unique because it's a documentary about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, about his like rise to basically winning. Yeah, for to be Mr. Olympia. It was bizarre to see him in that... You see all sides quite, of Quite like natural habitat. Like, yeah. yeah, you see he's like really cheeky. He's quite playful. He's like a bit competitive. Yeah, um, he's a little little shit sometimes. He's like kind of resting on his laurels a little bit because he's already won so much. Mm. I think that is an act. Yeah, definitely. He's like putting it on. He's yeah, he not... acts like he doesn't care, but he really does. Yeah. Um, it's so, so interesting, like how like young he is and you see him like kind of on and off like duty quote unquote and like when he's in front of the camera and yeah. like when he's, when he's like training the yeah the greatest feeling you can get in a gym or the most satisfying feeling you can get in the gym is the pump let's say you train your biceps blood is rushing into your muscles and that's what we call the pump your muscles get a really tight feeling like your skin is going to explode any minute you know it's really tight it's like somebody blowing air into into your muscle it just blows up and it feels different it feels fantastic it's as satisfying to me as uh, coming is, you know, as uh, having sex with a woman and coming. And so can you believe how much I am in heaven? I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym, I'm getting the feeling of coming at home, I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people, I get the same feeling. So I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right? <laughs> I really like the shots of him 
in his natural habitat in the gym, yeah. working with other bodybuilders. Yeah, he's like giving him tips and stuff yeah, like that, and like actually like genuinely helping them. A really great guy to like train alongside. He wasn't yeah. putting anyone down. He yeah. was. He really cared about the sport. Yeah, you also see that in a little bit in Stay Hungry as well, though, because mm. like in yeah. that gym environment, he's like helping like, other people. I feel like those scenes in Stay Hungry were quite honest. very improvised. Yeah. I feel like they were just like, okay, imagine Jeff Bridges is just coming to your gym and you're giving him tips. Yeah. And there's lots of scenes of him and Jeff Bridges where he's just like, no, now lift this up. Yeah. Or now try this movement. And it's just very natural. If it burns, it's working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like very kind of he drops like the facade. Whereas in yeah. like Pumping Iron, he de- definitely puts on like a per- uh, like a personality. He's trying like to get friend. inside the other bodybuilders' heads to like throw them off and things yeah. like that. Um, it's, it's definitely a fascinating like more psychological, I think, than physical sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's really interesting. Super interesting. I really love this. I mean, I don't know if we should include it in our four plus ones because he's not acting. Right, It's a documentary. Yeah. Four plus ones. I don't think we should include it in our like favorites at the end or the right. main force because it's not acting it's a documentary but it was like a very fascinating watch yeah that i would recommend that people watch like it's a yeah. really interesting documentary and a really interesting insight to the world of bodybuilding which and also if you're not in it, it just seems so bizarre to me. yeah if you want to learn more about arnie and like where he like came from and like mm. why kind of like why he is who he is like how he like he is so cheeky like all these like one-liners and stuff i think definitely kind of manifested well, you definitely themselves see his silly back side. then. Yeah. yeah. Um, his delivery is like 100% like straight. Yeah. But he's super playful. Yeah. Um, but also incredibly dedicated. Yeah. Um, it's a really interesting doc. So after we've done that out of order, what yeah. actually came after Conan? Conan the Destroyer. Which we didn't watch. Which we did back, they, he like filmed back to back, yeah. Yeah, I heard, that. I just heard this was like not as good and I wasn't a biggest fan of Conan the Barbarian anyway, mm. so I just didn't bother. Right. Maybe we'll pick it up if we get the time. Yeah. It's a bit sillier, I think. So next is Terminator, which is 84, but we've already spoken about that one. So um, Commando, 85. Commando. This is the first time I'd ever seen it. Yeah, me too. Um, it's quite this, renowned, isn't it? It's like a big famous. Oh yeah, the guy, one of the guys I used to work with at my last job. Yeah. He said this is his favourite film. In well, yeah, I won't say the name yeah. of the place, but yeah. Uh, so John, if you're listening, <laughs> I won't give any more than your first name out. But he said this is his favourite film. He watches it every year. Right. And I was like, every really? Year. I was like, really that? And he has really good taste in films. Right. And I was like, oh weird. And when I watched it, oof, this was. You're waiting on your tender hooks to know what I'm going to say, aren't you? I don't know whether you were like for or against. Yeah, this film fucking it slaps. This is an amazing film. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's like wholeheartedly Arnie. This is the quintessential Arnie action A's film. Yeah. This is like the when we watched it. What is I said? It's like balls out. Like I don't give a fuck. We're just going to go for this. This is like what the McBain films from Simpsons are based on. Yeah. Definitely. McBain. Yes. And I will make it. Oh, stop talking crazy. No, 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 no. Just do one thing for me. Get Medusa. Medusa! Uh, it's just so, like, gratuitous, like, his, stereotypes. His name stuff. in it is John Matrix. Okay. <laughs> 
Every time they said it, I couldn't stop giggling. I was like, yes. He's uh, Bill Dukes in this, who he's in Predator with. Mm. Uh, so Predator's after this. So yeah. they, he would be in Predator with Bill right, Dukes. Yeah. Uh, but he gets an I'll be back in, in Commando. I'll be back, Ben. So he's already laying that in outside the Terminators. Right. He's uh, He holds a guy over a cliff. Yeah. And lets him drop to his death. And yeah. then when the woman says, where's the other guy? I let him go. Yeah. What'd you do with Sally? I let him go. Oh, my God. In this film, I've got a body count here. Arnie kills. How many people do you think he kills throughout this film? I don't know. It's like 80 something. 102 people. Oh. <laughs> it's just... He's just constantly killing down. people. Yeah, he's like the most wholesome guy. He's yeah. just trying to save his innocent daughter. Yeah. He's an ex-army dude. Played ex- by Alyssa Milano as a child. Ex-commando, who basically they're trying to get him to do their dirty work for yes. them. Yes. And he, they put him on a flight and then he fucking jumps off the plane, basically. Jumps off the plane on the runway. Uh, and then and comes he knows to find he's him. got however long 11 yeah. hours how long the yeah, flight is the flight's to like, like 11 hours before they know he's missing yeah so um cause in uh, when was this shot in 1985 you weren't allowed to text anybody or call anybody oh my on, God. A, on, a, yes. on a flight he th- there's um it's like a countdown there's a great fuck you asshole fuck you asshole fuck you asshole uh, the fight inside the, <laughs> the the room, the hotel room, which is yeah. so good. They just burst through the wall and there's a couple having sex and the next yeah. one over. I love that he basically has to storm an entire island as well. The guy says, he's like, I can't remember the exact line I've got written. The, guy, the guy's like, I'm a Green Beret. He's like, uh, yeah, well, I eat Green Berets for breakfast yeah. and I'm hungry or something. Yeah. Like, it's so, so good. good. You're scared, motherfucker? Well, you should be because the Green Berets kind of kick your big ass. I eat green berries for breakfast. And right now, I'm very hungry. Can't believe this macho bullshit. There's a bit later where he pierces the guy. Yeah. The guy in the pink string vest. Um, <laughs> you are Through the stomach into like a steam vent. Yeah. And he says, "Let off some steam." Let off some steam, Bennett. Oh. Like, <laughs> And when he said that, so I, I actually was like on the sofa, like yes, like, I was jumping for joy at this. Like so on the nose, it was incredible, incredible film. And we'll leave it at that. And leave it at that. I have got nothing else to say about Commando other than wow. Next, <laughs> Predator spoke about that. Next, 1987, The Running Man. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this one was so good. I. I can't believe how much I love this film. It's amazing. Like every like weird trope that you go like that you expect to see is in it. I feel like half of the sci-fi movies that came after was like influenced by this. It it's felt so like a video great. game. It has like boss battles in it and stuff. Yeah, and they're so outrageous. It's, it's very it reminded me of Mad Max quite a lot. Yeah. These like car- caricature-y, like cartoony villains. There's a guy with like tinsel light like fairy lights oh what you mean the guy says hey Christmas tree yeah (laughs) hey lighthead hey Christmas tree he's a yeah he's basically got fairy lights all over him with a gigantic mohawk so he's a total like creepy ass character I had never seen another one I'd never seen right I love these like futuristic like what would happen in the near future like things like in 2020 we're gonna fucking kill people on TV in preparation for watching this film yeah I read the book. 
Yeah. I read The Running Man by Richard Bachman, mm-hmm. aka Stephen King, and um, I was like, oh, cool! I'm excited to watch this. Right. This film, and then when it started, I was like, oh, okay, this is not this is not the book. And then I would say it's less than five percent similar to the book, <laughs> other than the fact that there is a TV show called The Running Man, and the main character is called Ben Richards. There is nothing. Nothing common. No. Right. The film is so good. So there's like no point. How is it? Was the book good? Uh, it was pretty good. Right, like, but the film was whatever. But the film is, oh my God, the right, film okay. is stunning. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not joking. Like, this is a silly, silly film. I'm not joking. I love this film. So, like, the concept is basically in the future, like, they send criminals off to their deaths, but, like, yeah. run the gauntlet, basically. They make out, like, if you, you, can, if you can beat their, uh, what do they call them, stalkers? Stalkers, yeah. If you can beat their stalkers, you can, like wipe away your prison sentence right yeah but really raise no your debt one to society and there's these like they're like gladiators basically it's like a corrupt Themed system gladiators. it's all TV it's yeah. smoke and mirrors um I, there's, a, there's a bit where oh my god there's a bit where he gets a chain the guy checks uh, one of the I'm, I'm like stumbling over myself because I'm so excited one of the stalkers his theme is that he carries a chainsaw Oh, right. And his name is Buzzsaw. Yeah. And they get into a fight, and Arnie gets the chainsaw off him and cuts him from between the legs. Upwards. Upwards. Yeah. Through the crotch. Yeah. And then when he reconnects with the, the female character who he's trying to protect and save, yeah. she says, What happened to Buzzsaw? And he says, He had to split. <laughs> what happened to Buzzsaw? Oh, he had to split. And my mouth dropped. So good. It dropped open. It was so good. He but gets, he said it so flippantly, so yeah, casual. Yeah, to split. Um, he gets an I'll be back in this. Yeah. I'll be back. There's a guy whose theme is fire, yeah. who was my favourite of the stalkers. Right, yeah. And when he blows him up, he says, what a hardhead. What a hardhead. Like, so, so flat. <laughs> The delivery. There's a guy he strangles with barbed wire, and after he goes, "What a pain in the neck!" <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's this. It's this constantly. He eventually throws a guy through a um, billboard, right? And he hits like the target on the billboard, uh, and he's like, "I can't." I think it's like a, that really hit the spot or something like that. Yeah. And, like it's just wall every, to wall. Every single death is accompanied by a fantastic comment. I loved it. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah, I liked it. It was good. <laughs> you were t- it was so silly. Are you as enthusiastic about, as I, me about it? It was so silly and it was amazing. And it was not what I expected at all, actually. I thought it would be a bit more like serious, but no. I love this so silly. I was definitely not expecting so much of a comedy. Mm. And what pleased me so much is that. But it's also got a bit of a gritty edge. Yeah. Like she almost gets raped by this weirdo guy. It's definitely funny. Yeah. But you're not laughing at it because it knows it's funny. Yeah. But also, normally when that happens, I don't like it. It's like, oh, this is cheesy. Yeah. But it, it was really cheesy, but it off. like the balance was like so good. Oh, God. It, it wasn't knew irritating. It, was silly. it knew it was silly and it worked. Yeah. Love it. Love this film. So that's The Running Man. Yeah. And you know, oh, I love this as well. When he was running for governor, mm. the side of his campaign bus was The Running Man. They said The oh, Running Man because he was running for, for governor. He's so good. <laughs> Even he loves puns his whole life. He's like the pun master. I love it. 
his weird Austrian like comedic sense of humor has yeah. like come through in his entire career, and I'm living for it. I mean, this though that list of like quips I just reeled off. What a hothead! You know what a pain in the neck. Uh, he had to split. These are just the tip of the iceberg. This film yeah. is just that as a film. It's really good. And he's wearing like a, like a gold skin tight Adidas onesie. Yeah. <laughs> And it's as good as it sounds. And he's fucking pulling it off. If you haven't seen it, just he's, watch it. He's owning that. Also, the heroine wears exactly the same outfit. Oh, she's, they all do. She's fucking owning that as well. They all do. Oh, yeah. And the it's heroine great. is like a thick, like Italian accent. Yeah. And the two of them together is like the weirdest it is, mash. It is like almost indecipherable. <laughs> the two accents. It's clashing. incredible. She actually goes into like, I don't know. Is she Italian? I think she might be Italian. She like actually goes into it when she's like really distressed, doesn't she? Yeah, like it's really some some so of the scenes between them two are hard to decipher, but it doesn't matter. This film is absolutely fantastic. I'm gonna find out if she's Italian or not. Maria Conchita Alonso, Cuba. Oh, she's Cuban. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thick accent. Either way. Mm, sorry, my mistake. So Spanish. Yeah. Anyway. It um, was crazy. She's. They're both great together, isn't it? Love it. So I'm going to play now a little um, highlight reel of some of Arnie's best quotes from The Running Man. Right. And that's where we'll call it a day. Mm-hmm. And we'll come back and record the second half Part of this two. podcast another time. See you then in like two minutes. I have a Bye. feeling this episode is going to be a long one. Yeah, maybe. Because we're halfway through his back catalogue and we're over an hour on the on the ticket. This might be the longest episode. But what do you expect? I'll be back. Yeah. So yeah, after this string of Arnie quotes and the ad break, which I'll put in amongst this, uh, we'll be back. We should have taken that trip to Hawaii. I had the shirt for it, but you fucked it up. Jesus Christ. Guess again, bastard. Drop dead. I don't do requests. You cold-blooded bastard. I'll tell you what I think of it. I live to see you eat that contract. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! Ah! Hey, Killian! Here is Sub-Zero. Now, Plane Zero. Bring that up, Link. We can crack the code. We'll get it to make it on the ground or jam the network. Jam the network. That's right. Jam it up, you ass. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So we're back. Yep. We literally just watched Twins. No, I didn't. That was like a week ago. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> So we watched the rest of his like back catalogue. Yes. Um, what did you think of Twins? Twins I'd seen before. Right. I'd seen Twins when I was a kid. We oh, had really? it on VHS in our house for some reason. I'd not seen it before. Yeah. And what did you think of Twins? It was all right. Uh, Daniel Vito is pretty funny. Like yeah. I'd not, maybe he's someone we can pick in the future because I see him like uh, pop up in like stuff every now and again, but I've never, I don't know. I don't really know what he's about, so... Yeah, he's a short guy. He's a short comedy actor. <laughs> That's what he's about. Um, yeah, it was all right. It was a bit... I think, like, if I'd have seen this when I was younger, it probably would have just been a bit more endearing, but I think it was a little bit grating. Yeah, well, it's a product it of its time. Yeah. But don't forget, this is Arnie's first comedy. Right. So how do you think he did for his first comedy? He played it exactly the same as he plays all these other movies. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. People always say this is his first comedy, but the other films he's in are the comedies. Like, The Running Man is a comedy. Yeah. Um, and that's actually, uh, so friend think, of the show who usually gets in contact between episodes, Neil. Right. He said like, he prefers the action films to comedies because there's enough comedy in the action films already. Yeah. Without Basically, this is like any other film except he just doesn't end up punching or shooting anybody. No. Uh, he's like a fish out of water though. He's like... Uh, a golden child. He's yeah, like he's a, very capable. Yeah. But naive. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen this film, it is about, it's basically, Test what you, if Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito were twins? And let's run with it. And, and we've that's, got like that's the premise. seven dads and one mum and it's a bit bizarre. I mean, that's all that DeVito needed to sign up to it. Really? Yeah. He didn't read the script. They were just, he was just said like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's going to be in it. He's going to be your twin. He was like, I'm in. <laughs> He's like, no one ever believe we're twins. This is great. That's all I need. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, we do get an I'll be back in this. Yeah. If you're lying to me, I'll be back. Love getting these I'll be backs. So uh, Arnie and Danny DeVito have been wanting to make a sequel to this ever since this came out. Really? They've both really wanted it. That's coming, isn't it? I think they had a real like fun time making this. Yeah, it's so silly. And um, so they've been wanting to make a sequel to this for years. The premise is it's going to be called Triplets. The third brother is played by Eddie Murphy. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> And basically when Arnie became the governor, that put everything on hold. And now he's back. They're still wanting to do it. And it's always in like pre-production on IMDb. Right. But um, last year, so 2019, Danny DeVito said publicly like, they still really want to do it, but the script isn't even finished. Like, it's still nowhere near. Everyone thinks it's like coming soon, but he's like, yeah, the script isn't even done. Right. Um, But I still think they both want to do it, but you know. Hmm. I don't know if it's one of those things where it's like development hell, like mm-hmm. it's always in pre-production. Is this ever actually going to 
come into being. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Is anyone screaming out for a sequel to Twins all these years later? Just Arnie and DeVito. Yeah, it feels like, like it's just them two that want to do it. Yeah, but Arnie probably wouldn't rush to cinema to see it. But um, I wouldn't yeah. rush to the cinema to see it. No. <laughs> Uh, Arnie claims this is one of the best decisions he ever made. Really? Signing up to this film. Wow. Was it, um, did it like, was it well received? Yeah. And he started getting comedy scripts right. and he'd always wanted to do comedy. So then comedy scripts started piling in. So he was right. thankful for that and it let him do a few comedy films, which is something he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. He also made a lot of money out of this because uh, part of the deal was that he would earn 20% of the profits that this film made. Holy cow. Yeah. Which How is, did he wangle that? Yeah, exactly. It ended up with him cashing in about 35 million. What? In profits, yeah. So that was more than anything else he'd ever done. <laughs> Holy moly. So yeah, he, he but one of the best decisions he ever made monetarily and also getting to do Career comedy. Wise. Yeah. Take out the papers and the trash. Or you don't get no spending cash. If you don't scrap that kitchen floor, you ain't gonna rock and roll no more. Yakety yak. Don't talk back. Da 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 da. Uh, but it's fine. It's not the best comedy he's done. No. But it's definitely not the worst either. It's like yeah. a fine Arnie comedy. It's just a weird, they're just like misfits. It's a really bizarre plot, so. Yeah, the plot is all over the place. It's just like the the fun comes from watching these two opposites together. Yeah. And that's yeah, it. That's all, you, that's all you need. Right, so next we should talk about Total Recall. I'm going to get your ass to Mars. I'm going to get your ass to yeah, this is a biggie, right? Yeah, I've seen this before. Well, everyone's, I feel like I everyone's seen it before. I think everyone's recall, seen it before. Yeah. Um, I think my mum loves this film. Your um, mum's a big sci-fi fan. Yeah, it's a really cool film. Like, I think for the time it came out in 1990, there's some like cool concepts there and stuff. Yeah, this it's is about what, Mars, like this life is what on we Mars, said earlier about him being in these films that are a weird mix of like heady sci-fi and dumb action. Yeah. And to me, this is like the epitome of that. Yeah. It's so big dumb action yeah but it's also so conceptual yeah it's like the perfect balance of that mm-hmm. i hadn't seen this for years like mm-hmm. this is a film i would seen quite a few times as a teenager yeah i'd not seen it for absolutely forever and I, I don't think i'd seen it at all in my adult life yeah so going back to it was really interesting i my memory of it was like i remember it being a bit more vague yeah in in terms of maybe i maybe i saw it as being more nuanced when i was a teenager but I remember it being, I thought it was more vague than it is about what's going on and what isn't and stuff. Yeah, I think I was probably quite young when I saw it. I think I just remember a few scenes like the diner kind of scene, yeah. like sticks in my memory. The one with free boobs. Obviously that <laughs> sticks in your memory. Um, <laughs> moving on. Um, yeah, I didn't really, I don't think I understood the plot like very well when I watched it when I was younger. It's, it's pretty violent, this film. Yeah. Like it's pretty it's extreme in all manners. Yeah. Uh, it's just really like it's an assault like, on the senses. You know, partisans kind of like rebel yeah. rebels and stuff. And that horrible the bit I did remember is the guy who's like stuck on the chest of the other guy. Yeah. And that slimy looking practical effects. Lots of gross looking practical effects. Yeah. Um quite creepy. But basically if you don't know Total Recall, it's the future and basically you can they can implant memories into your head to make you feel like you've had a holiday that you mm. can't necessarily afford to actually go on, so you just feel like you had the holiday. Yeah. But it all goes wrong. This guy has a 
a need to want to go to Mars. Yeah, because they basically tried to erase his memory. Because they've tried to erase his memory mm. previously, and that's why he wants to go there because he has previously been there. Yeah. So it short circuits the machine, and then he's on a mission. But the holiday experience he's signed up for is that he's being a spy on a mission. So the whole question as you're watching the film is is this all part of the simulation and the simulation going wrong is actually part of it hmm. or is this real what's yeah what simulation and what's reality yeah. and I, I actually thought watching this time it was pretty clear what was the case oh. I remembered it being a bit like but what was it really when I was younger right. and I didn't think it was that vague watching it again as oh really adult. so what do you think oh it was yeah yeah because as a, I'm, I'm, I'll bleep the whatever thoughts I don't want people to come down on what my, <laughs> what my thoughts are um, but there was a sequel plan to this. I found this out today. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, that would confirm that it was all real, the sequel. Oh, okay. And the sequel, so this this is based on, this Total Recall is based on a Philip K. Dick yeah. novel. And he's like the master of sci-fi. So many films made from his novels. Yeah. Um, and they were going to tie another one of his novels into this for the sequel. Right. Um, so it was going to be Total Recall 2, mm-hmm. The Minority Report. Oh. And they were going to weave in the story of Minority Report into the character of Quaid from Total Recall and have that follow on. Okay. Don't know how I feel about that. No, it took so long. The development of it took so long that it ended up getting scrapped, but then becoming Minority Minority Report with Tom Cruise, directed by Steven Spielberg. Right. And then actually over that, they ended up remaking Total Recall, Mm -hmm. which is the remake with Colin Farrell. Yeah. So, yeah, that monorepot was supposed to be a sequel to this. Mm-hmm. That's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, really, really strange. So we've got some good quotes in this. I'll be back. Yeah, another one. Another one of them. Oh, uh, when he shoots his wife. Yeah. Consider that a divorce. Consider that a divorce. Oh. Yeah. Callous. Uh, and then the repeat of, get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. That always sticks in my head. <laughs> get your ass to Mars. So yeah, there's great quotes of this, great scenes. Yeah, it's a good watch. It's like a definitely like a quintessential. Like, yeah, this is Arnie film, but also like a really good, like sci-fi, steadfast. I think sci-fi. this is up there with like Terminator for like what you think of when you think of Arnie films. Yeah. But it was actually originally the character of Quaid was supposed to be an accountant oh, really? in the original script, and he was going to be played by Patrick Swayze. Uh, But when they got Arnie on board, it was Arnie's uh, sort of suggestion. He said, how about we make him a construction worker? It's still like a mundane everyday job. Right. But I don't look like an accountant. Yeah. But a a construction worker. And also, I guess if he was previously like a spy, you'd have to be kind of pretty like athletic and like fit. So, yeah, it was Arnie's suggestion that they made him a construction worker for the film when he got on. Um, and also, this is the name. Um, so this is interesting. Total Recall. Years ago, we talked about doing. We probably mentioned this on the Tom Hanks episode we did hmm. when we first talked about doing a film podcast. Oh yeah. We talked about doing um, a Tom Hanks podcast where right. we go through Tom Hanks filmography. Yeah, yeah. And then we did started working, doing a bit of research into that, and then we found out that podcast already exists. This, Actually, yeah, there's multiple ones. podcasts to have that. But at the time, there it's wasn't... just that much love for Tom Hanks. Well, exactly. At the time, there wasn't an equivalent Arnold Schwarzenegger version, and we mm. thought that would be fun. And call it Total Recall. Yeah, and we were going to call it Total Recall, and we thought we were so clever. Yeah. I haven't looked since, but I'm sure that exists. If and it I doesn't, wouldn't be surprised if that name is the one. If it doesn't, it's, we're going to do it. 
We've just done it. Well, we've done it. Uh, but Arnie's autobiography is actually called Total Recall as well. He got. He beat you to it. He beat me to it. Actually, I think we thought of that before his thing came out, didn't yeah, we? It was so. like years yeah, it was ago. Years ago, I suggested us doing this. But um, well done, Arnie. Yeah, it's a great title. So Total Recall, absolute stone cold classic. What yeah. did he do after that? Kindergarten Cop. So Kindergarten. That, that was sandwiched by two comedies, then. Yeah. Yeah, he basically is like an undercover cop. I this is another one I'd seen loads of times as a kid. Yeah, I'd never seen this one. Oh, you'd never seen this? No. Oh, I was about to say, how did you feel going back to this? No, I'd never seen it. Oh, what did you think of it? <laughs> it's crazy. What did you actually think of it? Did uh, you like this film? Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's quite cool. Um, he's like an undercover cop, isn't he? And mm. like, it's supposed to be his partner. Yeah. She eats like a dodge. <laughs> <laughs> you're remembering the plot and laughing that's how great this film is oh, she eats like a dodgy egg sandwich out of a bloody vendor like, machine it's like fry in future when yeah the truck stop i really think that's a direct sandwich. reference <laughs> um yeah and she gets really ill so he's got to do it instead but he's like 100 out of place and he just has like a really good time like looking after these kids and like teaching them and stuff it's so funny like all the shenanigans they get up to so i will say this was the first one we watched of yeah. our Arnie rewatch. Yeah. It was a really, we had a really bad day. Mm. And we wanted to cap it on this. We're like, we're like, let's just watch a stupid, fun movie mm-hmm. to make us feel better. And this really lifted us up. Yeah. I had an absolute ball watching this film. And I was like, I can't wait to watch more Arnie. This set me off so good. Yeah. I don't know where it's set, but like, it really makes you me feel. You do think- know where it's set. We've been there. Oh, it's set in... It's in Astoria. Oh, yeah. I was literally going to say, like, it reminds me of Astoria. Yeah, yeah that's because it's it was a set in Astoria. Yeah, it's, it's so good. It's like a really... It's such a weird place to set a film. So this... Yeah, this this is set in Astoria in Oregon. Which we visited. Which we visited yeah. last year. And I forgot when we were there that this was filmed there. Because we... It's where the Goonies is also set. So we saw the prison and stuff from the Goonies walking around town and going, Oh, God, this is like, you know, this is where the Goonies is, is set. It. Yeah. yeah. And then someone said to us when we were there, oh, yeah, it's also a kindergarten cop was set. And I was like, oh, my God, it brought back all these memories. So watching it now, having been there fairly recently, I was like, oh, wow, it really is set there. It really is a part of the film that's set there. Mm. But I was so surprised at how much I actually enjoyed this film. Yeah, it's really funny. And it's got some absolute... Corkers. Corkers, yeah. He doesn't (laughs) say I'll be back. It's like that he's actually playing with it. Right. At this point, because at the end he comes back and he says, I'm back. Oh. I'm back. Uh, but then you've also got like, when I put this out on Twitter mm. about the Arnie podcast, the Arnie suggestions and stuff before we recorded, I got multiple responses of the, it's not a tumor, like that line. <laughs> um, What's the matter? I have a headache. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. The... One I always remember because I talked about my my A level piece I did at sixth form. Right. But one of the quotes I had in that was, uh, "I'm a cop, you idiot." I'm a cop, you idiot. I'm Detective John Kimball. Right. That's from this, and uh, <laughs> I'm the party pooper. So who are you, man? Shit. I'm the party pooper. <laughs> Among others, I mean, there's so many quotes from this film. So good. But for me, this is the more successful comedy than Twins. Yeah, I found it much more watchable. I think he'd sort of like tested the waters with twins and now he'd like kind of settled into it. He's like get getting into the groove. And actually, like the last act, it gets into like a fairly suspenseful like cop. <laughs> I don't know if it's suspenseful, the villains are ridiculous, but it's it's a 
it's not as fluffy. It's like a check. Okay. As you'd expect yeah. in the last act. Like, it is serious. Like, mm. there is an assault on a school. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to save the kids from it. And even Arnie himself said, you know, we could have, this could have been a more popular film if we'd, like, eased up on that last act. But mm. I think we needed it to sell the plot. Yeah. Like, he was invested in the serious plot of this ridiculous film. But it's a genuinely fun comedy mm. of the era. I'm surprised, like, they had that sort of content because it definitely like preempts a lot of like school well, yeah stuff when in we the US. were watching it and the people started coming into the school i was like this is uncomfortable yeah it was a bit like, weird in like in retrospect yeah since. like obviously at the time i don't know like american history that well like it's not it's fairly recent 1990 it came out if there was that many like school incidents or whatever involving criminals and stuff but but yeah watching it knowing what i know now i was a bit like Bit. It was a bit shocking. Yeah, wasn't it? it was a bit yeah. tense. Yeah. Um, so, what did he do after Kindergarten Cop? He did T two Judgment Day. So let's move on to Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero, which we watched. Um, that was one of the last ones we watched. Actually, it was the last one we watched. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. It's a real. It was cool watching it after we'd seen quite a lot of like his big. His like famous films because yes. it's kind of like a tongue in cheek. It's a dissection of yeah. of those films he'd done previously, and um, so this was one I wasn't actually going to watch because I'd heard such like terrible things about it. It was an absolutely huge flop. Yeah, but mentioned Neil before. Neil um, messaged a few times saying mentioning this, right? And I was like, you know, maybe I will give it a go. It sounds mm. interesting, and um, I I absolutely love this film. Mm. Shockingly, I love this film. Yeah, it's quite, um, it's really fun. I thought it was, I thought the script was amazing. It's one of those ones where um, we were talking about this recently about like unexplained magic films. It's kind of yes. like this boy gets given like a ticket from who, which like originated with Houdini and it's like a magic ticket. And the guy's like, I don't know what it does, but the kid's like, Yeah, let's find out. And then like events. Un unravel. Yeah, well, he gets sucked into the kid gets sucked into, into an film. Arnold Schwarzenegger film. Yeah, where Arnold Schwarzenegger is playing the character that Arnold Schwarzenegger is playing in that film. It's like an alternate universe. As that character, yeah. and he's the kid's trying to say to him like, "No, you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're, in, like, a, I've never you're in a film. He's like, like... I've never even heard of uh, Arnold Braunschweiger." <laughs> you think you're funny, don't you? I know I am. I'm the famous comedian Arnold Braunschweiger. Which is a German for sausage. <laughs> it's a type of German sausage. That's amazing. Um, but I just, I thought this script was so good. Yeah. It reminds me of like, people say how The Simpsons is so densely written. Mm -hmm. And how like, there's a joke every two seconds and some of them just go over your head and they're little. And if you rewatch them again and again, you notice things. Yeah. This has like things everywhere. Like every line is a little gag. Mm -hmm. And it plays with tropes and cinema and filmmaking. Mm. I couldn't believe... I thought this was going to be an absolute stinker. Yeah. And I, I loved it. I was gushing about this film. Yeah. It's really good. Um, and it, it, he does I'll Be Back, but yeah. the film pokes fun at the fact that he always says I'll Be Back. Yeah. He says to, he says to the kid, like, the kid's like, How I know do what you you're going to say yeah. all the time. And he's like, you don't know what I'm going to say. I'll be back. He said, I knew you were going to say that. Cause you, he's like, how do you know? Because you always say that. It's like yeah. your thing. When people watch you, they're waiting for you to say it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, where are you going? I'll be back. Ha! You did not gonna say that, did you? That's what you always say. I do? 
everybody keeps waiting for you to work it in. It's kind of like your calling card. And it just, loads of little things like that was so good. And it had the corny lines in it, mm. but it did it like tongue in cheek. Yeah. Because the kid is living... The film. In a fantasy world where all the physics are heightened as if they would be in those sort of films. No one gets hurt kind of thing. No, gravity is through the roof because people like fly off, yeah. cars like drive on their sides. It's good. The villain's pretty cool. I just, I said to you, I said this to you, I said, I, I don't want to sound too wanky here. Hmm. You said about magical cinema. Yeah. And I, there's not enough magic in films. Yeah. And um, I love magic films mm. <laughs> it's hard to me to, what i mean by that is like big something mis- mystical big mysterious or so like unexplained big, he wishes he was a grown-up and then he is and yeah. it doesn't matter how just go along with it it's a yeah, film believe just, it it's pure escapism it's it's the purest like form of cinema mm. like you just doesn't matter how it happened just watch it and enjoy it yeah groundhog day mm. it doesn't matter how it's the same day every day don't worry about it Stop yeah. trying to pick at the seams. Just shut. Just go into the film. Yeah, Jumanji. <laughs> Jumanji. <laughs> just films where magic happens. Yeah. And just I'm a go real and, sucker for them. Just go into that ball game. Love it. Yeah. Inhabit it. When Arnie read the script, yeah. he, he said it was one of the best scripts he'd ever read in his life. He was like so into it. He was like, this is so clever. Yeah. But it came out and it was the biggest flop. That's they sucks. put so much money into the advertising, but all the fans of Arnie's action films hated it. Because they thought it was taking the piss out of the films that they liked. It was. It was. Uh, it's not the right time. I think. I don't think the world was ready for it in 1993. No. And oh my god, that the fake trailers in it. I yeah. really. There's a. Oh my god, that fake Hamlet trailer that's mm. near the beginning of this film, where it's yeah. like, what if they remade Hamlet with yeah. Arnie in it? I just want to watch the actual film. Hey, Claudius. You killed my father. Big mistake. Something is rotten in the state of Denmark. And Hamlet is taking out the trash. Stay thy hand, fair prince. Who said I'm fair? Going to tell this sweet prince good night. To be or not to be. Not to be. I love that also Ian McKellen as, as death as well. He was great yeah, in um, it. I just loved this film. Anyway, let's move on. Can I just, before we move on, there's just one quote I want to... Shoehorn in. Shoehorn in. I really just want to hang a lantern on this. There's ridiculous quotes all over this film. If you've never seen this film, by the way, give it a go. Or if you haven't watched it for years, give it a go. I think this is a really it's underrated It's a really film. funny, easy watch. But this line, so this is from the film the kid is watching. Mm-hmm. And Arnie is playing his character. Yeah. And it took me a second to even get it. But he goes up to the guy, the villain, mm. or one of the baddies, and he says, you want to be a farmer? And then kicks him in the nuts and says, there's a couple of acres. Yeah. You want to be a farmer? Here's a couple of acres. And <laughs> I, I, whoa. 
What a line. What's next? <laughs> so next is um, True Lies. True Lies. 1994. Yeah. What did you think of this one? It's the first time I've either of us have seen this as well. Yeah, so I really like this one. He, I liked this. He's like a undercover agent and his life's like really boring. His wife, just super mundane kind of thing. His life. Or so it seems. Or so it seems, yeah. yeah. She doesn't know he's a secret agent. Yeah, she thinks he's the most boring guy in the world. Yeah, he's like clockwork. Great husband, great dad, yeah. but not fun. Yeah. Um, she wants a little bit of like spark back in her life. So mm. she starts seeing this other undercover agent, except he's... Well, a guy he's, who's giving him the Yeah, the line. he's like pretending and he's just the used car salesman and he yeah Arnie finds out and basically just like what the fuck <laughs> well he doesn't reveal to her he makes her he tries to inject excitement into her life by yeah. making her feel like she's on a secret mission yeah but then they actually get embroiled in they get kidnapped a secret mission and she yeah. she thinks she's the agent and her she's dragged her husband into it yeah and he has to try and keep this ruse up yeah <laughs> it's, it's really funny it's a genuinely great action film yeah and also a genuinely good comedy. The plot is great. Like how it's kind of, it's like he's a, he's like a double agent kind of like he's a, on it, on his own life. It's well, really bizarre. He always wanted to do a, like a Bond style spy film. Mm. And then James Cameron, who he'd worked with on the first two Terminator films said, yeah. I've got it. And this was him. Like he really wanted to get Arnie back in the spotlight after the flop of last action hero. Mm. And they bought, put this together. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. I can't believe how good this film was. Also, I've never seen it. Jamie Lee Curtis is amazing, isn't it? They're so good. Her and mm. Arnie are such a good team mm. at being like good, fun action stars and funny comedy yeah. stars. And um, who else? Who's the guy? Bill Paxton. He always pops up in stuff. Mm. Bill Paxton's in it. And you've got um, Tia Carrera playing a villain. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's really good. Yeah, just like solid action, interesting plot. Yeah, genuinely good action mm-hmm. and genuinely funny comedy. And I mean, and it's ludicrous as well. Like the opening section yeah. has Arnie riding a horse on the roof of a skyscraper. Mm. And as soon as that side happened, I was like, this is good. I'm in. Oh, this is I'm all in. Good. Yeah. And, and it has an amazing line, which I was like hollering at. Yeah. When he, I mean, the events transpire where he, in the end, has a, he's behind a helicopter, <laughs> behind the wheel of a helicopter, and he fires a missile. The guy's hanging on, is it into the, is it into the, does he fire the missile into the guy or is the guy on the missile as he finds it? Either way. Yeah, either way. So <laughs> he fires the missile um, with the guy. Yeah. He's the bad guy. I think he's on it. And he says. He's on it. And he says, you're fired. Which is just, it's just so stupid, but so good. You're fired. It's like he winks at the camera when he says these lines at this point. I wonder who comes up with all these lines. In, I feel like half of them are actually, aren't they? Yeah, are they just ad-libbed? And if they aren't, like, I want to know what. Arnie actually wants to ad lib. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is this is so good. So fun. Mm. Really, really recommend if you've never seen it. Yeah. Um, I loved it. it. This was actually like James Cameron before this had planned to do a Spider-Man film. That's what he'd planned to do with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. He really wanted to make a live action Spider-Man film. Right. And 
he was developing it. It was going to have Leonardo DiCaprio as Peter Parker, Spider-Man. And wow. Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be playing Dr. Octopus. Oh, my God. But they, in the end, he just put it on the back burner because he was like, this is too technically challenging at yeah. this point. And they just put it aside and he did this instead. Bravo. And in, the, in the end, Sam Raimi did the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films instead of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, what but a he did, film. he did play a villain, didn't he? In an action, in a uh, in a superhero film, superhero at movie, some yeah. point, yeah, we're not there yet, though, are we? No. So next one is um, next one's Junior, which we didn't watch. No. I've seen this though. Right. I spared us. Okay. I just said no. Four point six. Yeah, Shut I just there. if 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 you a quick summation of this film, Arnie gets pregnant. It's him and Devito again. Yes. Yeah, well, what it is is this is the same director. This is Ivan Reitman who did Twins with him mm-hmm. and Kindergarten Cop. Mm-hmm. So this was their third, like, it's a trilogy of comedies they're working on together. Mm-hmm. And it has Devito in it, who's with the Twins, and it has uh, Pamela Reed in it, who he was with in Kindergarten Cop. Right. So it was like bringing all three of them together. Cool. Um, but, but it didn't work it's out. It's definitely the weakest of the three. Mm. Uh, and he said the trilogy all have themes of child rearing of some sort. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> That's the so link. tenuous. Yeah, right. Moving on. Moving on from that. Yeah. So we've already spoken about a razor, and mm-hmm. the next one is uh, Jingle All the Way, which we didn't watch. Which we didn't watch. But you, you've seen this, right? No. Christmas movie. No. I'm surprised at how many Arnie films you haven't seen. Yeah, I know. That's why I think this is a good one for me to watch. Maybe it was my upbringing. <laughs> the thing is, all my friends loved Arnie films when I was a kid. Like, my next-door neighbour, when I was very young, his older brother loved Arnie films, so they were always around. Uh, but Jingle All The Way, I people love this film, but I just think it's a bad Christmas movie. Mm. The only thing I remember from it is, uh, it's turbo time. It's turbo time. I'm just looking at the pictures. Hmm. He's doing the same with his hands, like... A- Above his head, like yeah. looking, but there's about four different ones. I can picture it. Yeah, I know exactly what it looks like. He just does slightly different facial expression every time. Um, so moving on, let's do so. Um, Batman and Robin. I feel like this is just a string of films that are bad that you haven't. Have you seen this? I, if I have, I've forgotten it. Oh, I might have done. Yeah, I think I have I feel actually. Like you wouldn't forget this if you'd seen it. I have seen it. Really. Yeah, I think I might have seen a bit of it at least. Yeah, I've seen a bit of it. It's quite bad. This is a legendarily bad film. Yeah, 3.7. And it's weird because it's in the continuity of three previous Batman films before it, but Batman's played by a different actor in like all of them. Mm. um, Arnie pays uh, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. And it's just every time he's on screen, it's just ice puns. Yeah. Um, there's too a, many. A barrage of ice puns. Well, I'll just write. I'll just go for a few of the ones that I've written. Are you just going to put them in? Well, he says, uh, "Allow me to break the ice." Allow me to break the ice. Right. Uh, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age, and then shoots his gun everywhere. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. It's not even a pun. No, that's a um, fact. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's kick some ice. Let's kick some ice. Oh. A cool party. I love, I love when he says that. Cool party. That's when Aww. he gay crashes a you can't You can't be villainous and say cool party. When he uh, freezes Robin, he says, uh, stay cool, bird boy. Stay cool, bird boy. Oh. Um, freeze in hell, Batman. Freeze in hell. 
You're not sending me to the cooler. You are not sending me to the cooler. Yeah. Right. I got the Iceman cometh. The Iceman cometh. Please don't go on. All right, everyone. Chill. Uh Oh. All right, everyone. Chill. Um, And that's all that needs to be said about Batman and Robin. Moving on. Actually, (laughs) the reason I have seen this film so many times, by the way, Mm. is, um, you know, when you're a kid, you can't fathom that something's bad. Sometimes mm. it's like um, I heard a thing on a video game podcast I listened to where they're saying, when was the first time you realized that video games could be bad? Because mm-hmm. you'd get bad video games and you presume as a child that you're the thing that's wrong because video games are good. Right. And so you're just like you're, you're banging your head up against a bad video game for years and think that you're the problem because mm-hmm. video games can't be bad. Right. And eventually you realize. And that's what this was. This is the film equivalent of that. I got this for Christmas. Oh, Um. <laughs> And I loved, like, Batman and Batman Returns. I even liked Batman Forever. And I was like, oh, cool. And I just tried to watch it so many times. And even as a kid, I was like, this is boring. Like, Mm. this is so rubbish. It's really, like, the whole thing is, like, I just remember it being, like, really stilted. It looks like, it's a big toy commercial. Yeah. Everything looks plasticky and rubbish. Yeah. And I was just, I've watched this so many times because I would always put it on thinking, oh, I'll get it this time. Mm. Maybe I just didn't get it the last time. Keep trying. So I've actually seen this so You'll many never, times. It will never happen. Right. God, the next one I've watched in New Haven as well. What's that? End of Days. Yeah. Um, this was boring. I watched this a few days ago and I was just really bored. I thought it was going to be amazing because... Oh, Satan Visits New York. Exact Satan Visits New York. And Arnie's... The, everything about it sounds amazing. Like it's going to be stupid. Yeah. But it wasn't stupid enough to be fun. Mm. It was like so stupid, but so self-serious. Mm. If it was... As stupid as it seemed to be from the outside, it'd be incredible. His the character's name is Jericho Kane, and he's going against Satan, who's coming to New York. And there's an amazing scene in it where it's set in 1999, mm. and they talk about oh, they're talking to a preacher, and the preacher's like, "Yeah, do you know the number of the beast?" And he's like, "Of course, I do, six, six, six. And he's like, "No, they got it wrong." And he it's turns it down. around, it's like 999, as in 1999, the year the beast's coming on. And if it was shoe all horn. like that... Shoe and horn. <laughs> if it was all like that, I would be like, this is incredible. But it wasn't, and I was bored to tears. Damn. Anyway, next. I think now is the governor time, right? Oh, I'm not sure, actually. I don't know when he was governor. So Terminator 3 is after this. Uh, sixth day, collateral damage, Terminator right. 3. Yeah. Terminator 3 was the last one he did before he was the governor last night. Right, okay. So he had a couple before. So 2003 yeah. and onwards mm-hmm. when he was the governor. And he had a few cameos and things. He has a small role in like Spendables and things mm. like that. But he didn't have another leading role till 2013. So he watched um, the Sixth Day, but we spoke about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next one after he was the governor... Yeah, after he came out. Uh, the Last Stand. The Last Stand. This was his big comeback movie. Yeah, I love this. I know you did. I was, it was so, so surprised. Fun. <laughs> right. um, it was really why. silly. Um, one one person in it. Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, the other person in it. <laughs> Go on. Uh, Johnny Knoxville. And that made it better for you? Yeah, it was funny. I loved Johnny Knoxville. Um, okay. It was really fun. Basically, like... No, like he was not like a washed up cop, really. Like he's just down. He's just like laying low, I think, for like the rest of his career. He used to be like a big shot in the city and stuff. And it's just like a really small town. There's yeah, like a small town sheriff. There's like a three, three deputies or whatever he's got going mm. on, and not a lot happens. 
basically, until this like hotshot villain. He's a Mexican cartel leader, isn't he? Yeah. And they know he's going to be passing through their town to get back to Mexico, and mm. he's not having it. So they're going. It's, it's, it's like a showdown. It's like a western. Yeah. A modern day western. They it is. have a, a showdown in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. The whole last act is like a western showdown. It's just a massive shoot up in the town. Yeah. It's like the whole film just builds up to this big shootout. Yeah. And I remember this it's coming just really out, fun. And I was really intrigued about it because, like, what's it going to be like, old Arnie after being a governor going back into action films? Yeah. And the general consensus seemed to be like, eh. Mm. And I never bothered watching it. It was just good fun. Like, I'm it's so just surprised a fun you action loved it as film. Much you did, though, because you kept talking about it after. It's like, oh, it's so fun. I was like, oh, is it? Is it all right? <laughs> it's just a really easy, fun action film. Yeah. That's why I liked it. Mm. It was just cool. I mean, I didn't dislike it, but I wasn't like, this is incredible. Yeah. Fair enough. Let's chat about the escape plan then, which came out next as well. That was the same year, right? Yeah, two, 20, uh, 2013. So after Arnie's little cameo in like Expendables, yep. everyone, for years people have been like, when are Arnie and Sylvester Stallone going to appear together? Mm-hmm. They had that little cameo, that was like a little tease. Yeah. And then this was the real pairing. Yeah. I thought this was great. You really liked this? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Um, I know you probably like spotted the twist a mile off but i really didn't not until fairly near the end yeah no i kind of did um you know when you've got like an idea in your head like oh it's either this or this and you've right. kind of got a backup plan in your head to what's going to happen it yeah. was like one of my eyes oh, either that or that is one of my but ideas. i really liked the kind of like the methodology and like how they explain stuff so basically right. like basically yeah stallone he breaks out of prisons for a living yeah that's his like job He's an escape artist. Yeah. In a way. Like, and he writes about it and he's like a basically an expert of like secure, yeah. secure prisons. The best and prisons stuff. and lockups in the world will pay him to, to be incarcerated. Them. To test them out, yeah. Yeah. So he basically gets sort of paid to um, be imprisoned in this in this one and he sort of goes wrong a little well, bit. Well, he and accepts he, a contract yeah. and then it doesn't. Someone's having one over on him. Away from yeah. Him. And um, he's put into like the most sturdy facility in mm. the world. Yeah. With no contact to the rest of his team, mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. Um, and another inmate there, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. They sort of work together him. Yeah. to try and escape together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I just, I really like how they sort of, yeah, like the methodology, like how he explains how he's going to do stuff and, you know, that. He's like very resourceful. I mean, it's not always character. the most realistic or intelligent. No, but it is like good fun to watch. Yeah. It's like it's like a, a any of those sort of like how's he going to do it? Yeah, it's a bit like a crime, isn't it? When you watch like Jonathan Creek or something, like oh, how did they do it? Uh, yeah, I just yeah, it's pretty good. It, I like it. It's like a it is like a magic trick though. It is that has got that yeah, element to it there, where you you're watching how. They're like picking apart a magic trick and showing you how it's done. Yeah. Has that sort of same satisfaction. Mm. But there's one thing about this film that I liked oh, yeah. in particular. Yeah. Is that this is the one film you get to see Arnie speaking German. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So good. Because uh, he's playing a German. Yeah. And there's one scene where he's acting up to try and distract people, but he's the whole section he's speaking in German. Yeah. And I loved seeing Arnie speaking German. People who don't know, I, I actually studied German at university. Yeah. 
der am hellen Vormittag eine Laterne anzündete und auf den Markt lief und unaufhörlich schrie, ich suche Gott, ich suche Gott. He's caused a distraction, but it was just so fun to hear Arnie speak in his native tongue. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. It's like really bizarre because you've like never seen it before. So it's really odd. It's like all the films reference him being like German, Austrian. Or yeah, he's like, got oh. thick Austrian accent, but you never actually hear him speak yeah. German at all. Uh, so that was that was the most fun part of this for me. <laughs> but this actually ended up being a franchise. Uh, okay. Arnie's not in any of the others. It's like a Sylvester Stallone franchise. But I think they got worse after this one. Mm-hmm. If I had the IMDb scores or anything to go by. Mm-hmm. And is that the newest one that we watched? Yeah, I think it is. Apart yeah. from Dark Fate, uh, which we already spoke about. Yeah. So I actually did watch Maggie as well. Right. Out of curiosity. That came in like 2015? Yeah, I, I, I watched this one out of curiosity because someone I know had watched it when it came out. Mm-hmm. And they were like, it wasn't what I was expecting. And they were like, it's kind of weird. And just the way they talked about it, from what I remember, I was like, I'm going to check it out. I like a weird sort of low budget film. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is super low budget as a zombie movie and it's that's what they were saying it's not what I expected they thought zombie movie on Schwarzenegger right that's gonna be cool and it's not really that at all it's um he is it's him as a father mm-hmm. and his daughter gets the Infected. zombie virus but mm-hmm. it's very much like his last days of her and knowing the inevitable is coming and it's like a meditation on like grief and oh, wow. it's very slow and very it's the most serious role I think I've ever seen him play wow and it's not horror, it's not any of that. It's just watching like a father deal with, deal with the, what, the inevitable, know what's yeah. coming and what he has to do and stuff. Uh, but what was so interesting about this after watching it, by the way, I thought it was all right, by the way. Like, mm. It was okay. But he did this for free. Really? Yeah, he did it for zero dollars was his fee. Wow. Because he read the script and just fell in love with it. He was like, I love this script. I want to do this film. Amazing. And it was super low budget and he just, yeah, I'll do this. That's crazy. Really interesting. Hmm. So it's an interesting film. I mean, if you want to watch Arnie playing a very serious role and it's like a strange take on the zombie genre, go for it. Like there are worse films. Mm. I wouldn't, it's not like. His most. It's not the best film. It's not like um, unequivocal recommendation. Mm. But, you know, if it's around, there are worse things you can watch. It's interesting. Mm. Um, And I think that's, we've gone through them. Yep. So we'll have a little break. Mm-hmm. We'll work out our favourites. We'll work out what we think should be his his top four. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll be back in a minute. Cool. This is quite tough, actually. Yeah? Yeah, there's a lot to choose from. And he's definitely got kind of like two or three, maybe, like kind of styles, like his... Just like pure action. Yeah. His like sci-fi action. Mm-hmm. And then his like comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I would argue that like later on he has his like older man reflective films. Right. Things like Maggie and like Aftermath, which yeah, we didn't yeah, watch, yeah. but like things like that. Mm, yeah. Okay. The four, the four sides of uh, Arnie. The four, the four stages of man. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what's your... Top four. Have you done them in an order? No, no, no. no. Mine Just aren't my in top order. four. Right. Um, Who's going first? Yeah. So okay. you've got your four, yeah? Yeah, okay. What were your top, your favourite four Arnie right. films? In no particular order. Yeah. Conan the Barbarian. Okay. <laughs> your I wasn't expecting that to be in your, your favourites. <laughs> it's so good. Really? It's like a weird ass like sci-fi fantasy film. Wow. Okay. Because you were sort of down on it. 
Mm. I thought, you know what, as well, I'm actually kind of, I understand because at the time we were both kind of down on it, yeah. watching it, but reflecting on it's it a made me just appreciate it more. Yeah. Um, it's so weird. It's really weird. The snake dude. Yeah. Uh, next up, anyway, is uh, Running Man. Running Man. Loved that. Never seen it and it's amazing and mm-hmm. I wish I'd seen it. Like when I was younger and I watched Total Recall, I wish I'd seen Running Man. I as wish well. I grew up with Running Man. Yeah. All those years of my life wasted yeah. not knowing that film. Total Recall's also my faves. Okay. A stone cold classic. Um, and also, I'm just chucking Last Stand in there just for a bit. The Last Stand. For a bit of fun. Wow. Your, your four is very strange. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because so. I know you won't have it, and I'm like, someone's got to watch it. <laughs> okay, my my favourite four Arnie films. Right, I can probably, I know exactly what you're going to say. Terminator 2. Yeah. The Running Man. Yeah. The Last Action Hero. Yeah. And number four, for my fourth one, is they, them three were like, you know, in number one with a bullet. Yeah. You know, Terminator 2, obviously, is there. Yeah. This is why I didn't go as cheaty as well, because I knew that you would. Running I'm just Man, trying to choose some different stuff. Running Man, Last Action Hero. Yeah. Both of which I'd never seen and now are like just right up there, favourite mm-hmm. Arnie films. But then my number, my fourth choice was between two. Right. And I feel like, depending on my mood, it could be either one of these. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with, and this might shock you, Kindergarten Cop. Oh, nice. <laughs> because sometimes you just want a stupid comedy. Yeah. And to me, you can't... Beat it. You can't beat it. This no, era is such a stupid comedy. Yeah. Uh, but I also really love True Lies. True Lies is a close, mm-hmm. close one for me. But if I had to gun to my head, choose my four. Right. Kindergarten, weird, amazingly, <laughs> kindergarten. But I mean, there's people who are going to be shouting at me. And what, you, what the hell? Last Action Hero, Kindergarten Cop, Best Arnie Films. I don't care. Um, I also loved Commando. Right. Commando was preposterous and amazing. Yeah. So with that said... What are we saying should be his known fours? They, they're changing up, right? We're not keeping a razor in the sixth day in there. No, I don't think so. Get them out of here. And what was the other one, apart from T2? Uh, Predator. Oh, Predator. Yeah. I, I actually forgot about that. Okay, so are we are we leaving T2 in there? Yeah. Yes. I think we've got it. It's like the epitome of like Arnie movie. Yes. It's like he's so they're like synonymous with one another. That's his role. Yeah. And I think Terminator 2 is like the peak of it. Mm. Um I would go from one from your list for definite as well. I think Total Recall. Yeah. Should be in his top four. I've put that in there, yeah. Because it is so when good. I think of Arnie in that era, it's Total Recall, Terminator 2. Yeah. But what about the other two? I have put in Kindergarten Cop. Interesting. Because is as a comedy. It's his most, I think, his best comedy. Okay. What what other ones are you suggesting for his known force? I was going to put Running Man in there. Okay. But it's quite similar to Total Recall. Mm-hmm. So it was one or the other for Yeah, me. that's why I didn't include Running Man in my suggestions. And I also put Commando in there. I put Commando as a maybe. Yeah, because it's just like a really all-out action film with Arnie yeah, in it. it's really like just balls-out action. Yeah. The, what I've got here, so I've put... Terminator 2, Total Recall, Definite. Yeah. The maybes I've got on here are Conan. Right. This is the first film that like sort of shot him into like a known, yeah. known star. Mm-hmm. Commando, as we said, mm-hmm. action. Kindergarten Cop as mm-hmm. comedy. True Lies mm-hmm. um, and Predator. Right, okay. Well, I've got Commando and Kindergarten Cop in this, so 
I think if they're both on our lists, maybe they deserve to be in there. Would you say Commando over Conan and Predator then? Yeah, I think so because I think Commando's like, more him, but Predator's a bit of an ensemble. I, I guess for like Predator's kind of a sci-fi, and you've we've already got Total Recall. Yeah, exactly. In there. So that's really just it's like an out and out action. And, Conan. and I think actually Commando's the more enjoyable watch. Yeah. So yeah, yeah let's definitely. do it. Terminator Two, Commando, King Gun Cop, Total Recall. Nice. Solid list. So let's... Um, let's write to I'm debating now. <laughs> yeah, let's report this. So <laughs> we'll go through those. Um, we'll just quickly go through them again. So what were your top four, just to refresh Uh Conan, Running Man, Last Stand, Total Recall. Mine were Terminator 2, Judgment Day, The Running Man, Last Action Hero, and Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, nice. And the known four selection we yeah. went for was... Uh, Terminator 2. Commando. Total Recall. And Kindergarten Cop. Nice. So check those out if you've not already seen them, because they were amazing. And like, I didn't really give many shout-outs for ones that people suggested for this episode. We had quite a lot of people like... Because there were so many, but the Arnie films that get suggested are the famous ones. Yeah. So, I mean, the only real one that I didn't get suggested a lot, which drew my interest, was Last Action Hero. Yeah, and you uh, ended up loving which, it. Which I ended up loving. That's why I do appreciate these suggestions. It's good to sort of, like, go off the beaten track a little bit sometimes. Yes, definitely, definitely. And um, we're currently watching through the next... Oh, but by the way, were there any others that we weren't in our favourites that, that you really enjoyed? I, yeah, I really like True Lies as well. True Lies, I think, definitely. Um, I feel like we didn't highlight it at the end there, but yeah. I feel like it would have been fairly high up, like number five, six on yeah. both lists. Eraser was pr- kind of up there. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, there's a ridiculous scene where he fights a, a crocodile in Eraser. Yeah, exactly. That's why <laughs> That's why it's up there. But anyway, keep your suggestions coming. We're currently yeah. watching through um, my next choice, which mm-hmm. is Marianne Cotillard. Mm-hmm. And we've watched Loving it so far. four or five films, but... Great selection, really varied selection. Yeah, and it's nice to watch some um, like French cinema mm-hmm. and amongst uh, some of her Western films. It's interesting because she seems to have like a equal amount of both. Yeah, so good. I'm really enjoying those, and um, we've had a few suggestions for ones that we should check out first. Some really interesting ones. If you have more, you get in there quick. We might be able to squeeze it in before we record that one. Yeah. Um, just to give us an idea of what her known fours are, though, mm-hmm. what are the four? Marion Cotillard, known fours on IMDb. So, currently, her IMDb known fours are Livian Rose. I have never seen it, but I know it's the big one of hers. It's mm-hmm. her Oscar win. Inception. Seen that numerous times. Two Days, One Night. Never, never seen, seen it. Never seen that. Um, and Rust and Bone. Never seen that either. So, no. interesting. I've only seen Inception out of them, so... Yeah, same. It's good. Um, and I only know Livian Rose by reputation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really interested. There's, she's got a massive, massive back catalogue, so there's lots of uh, lots of stuff that we could pick. Yeah, um, and we, like I said, we've had some good suggestions, but yeah, if you've got others, let us know. Hmm. We should check out. We try and get through as many as we can. Yeah. Um, and then after that, who are we doing, Becca? It's your choice. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, I'm going for Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. I knew it wasn't going to be long before you'd suggest Keanu Reeves. Oh, I love him so much. And like, I feel like this is kind of selfish because like your uh, choice of Liv Tyler for an excuse for us to watch the Lord of the Rings films, yeah. you've been suggesting for a while that you want to rewatch the Matrix films. So <laughs> I can kind of see where this is coming from. Um, yeah, he's so good. Mm-hmm. And, I'm up for and that, I yeah. was like, oh, has he got that many films? Yeah, there's so yeah, many. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's tons that I haven't seen, so I'm excited to um, delve into that 
Yeah, he's got some really up. big films and some big like franchises. Mm. Like really, he's like a franchise star. He's um, just a lovely human being as well. So great. I'm yeah. I'm excited to watch some uh, Keanu Reeves films. Excellent choice. Cool. Uh, so you can suggest films for that as well. Uh, be way down the line, but get your suggestions in now. And you can do that at knownforpod at gmail.com mm-hmm. or you can contact via the website, which is knownforpod.com. I always look at I don't know why I can never remember that's what it is. Uh, or just talk to me directly on Twitter. That's what a lot of people do. Uh, and that's at Bob Shoy, at B-O-B-S-H-O-Y. And uh, I love interacting with people on there. So do that. You can buy bonus episodes of uh, the four and one more episodes, which everyone seemed to enjoy. The Simpsons episode that went down last time was really popular. It was a really fun crossover. Simpsons, weird uh, tales in the unexplainable crossover. Yeah, we beef and tiss from our other show. Um, It was really fun crossover with them. Maybe we'll do another one with them way down the line as soon as the popularity. We've got some more ideas. Yeah, it'd be nice maybe once a year to do one with them, which is maybe not film related, kind of how that one was. Mm -hmm. So way down the line, I think. But we've got a couple of actual four and one mores in the pipeline. Yeah, got we were good. keep them coming sort of one every other month. I think we're yeah. going to try and do them. Um, got a few ideas. So, and suggestions for those are great. But if you like those episodes, there are four bonus ones you can buy at Bandcamp at bobshoy.bandcamp.com. Uh, there's a little mini album of bonus four and one more episodes you can buy on there. Uh, a reasonable price. And they're all really good episodes. Uh, and also, if you want to just support my time editing this and my various other shows, that is patreon.com slash bobshoy. And you can donate as little as a dollar a month. It really helps because uh, it takes a lot of time to put these together. Because I make a lot of mistakes. Because <laughs> I have to edit around everyone's mistakes, including my own. Because <laughs> uh, sometimes we have a few drinks before we record, as we did for the first half of this one. <laughs> um, I... That was recorded on a bottle of wine. Oh, man. <laughs> hence, hence more bad Arnie impressions in the first half of this episode. <laughs> I'm so sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, and on that note, we'll just say uh, thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. See yeah. you in the next one. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. See you next time for uh, Marion Cotillard. Bye. Uh, au revoir. Hasta la vista, baby. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.